Backyard. Shop Automotive. One price, one person, one hour. Scott Ace is here. Urology cancers, including prostate, kidney, and bladder, are among the top ten cancers diagnosed in men. At Porter Advantage Hospital, part of the Centura Health Cancer Network, they are pioneers in robotic urology surgeries, performing more than anyone in the entire Rocky Mountain region. In fact, they've been named among the top 5% in the nation for prostate surgery three years in a row. Learn more about their minimal incisions, maximum expertise at porterhospital.org slash urology. Memorial Day is here and so are incredible prices on today's hottest appliances. Hi, I'm Brad Barnett, president of Mountain High Appliance. We've been Colorado's favorite appliance store for the past 25 years. This week only, in celebration of Memorial Day, we have some amazing deals that you don't want to miss. Get a Whirlpool four-piece stainless kitchen package for only $21.99. Save over $750. How about a Mila stainless dishwasher for only $7.99? Our lowest price ever. Plus, all Samsung laundry is on sale. Be sure to check out our clearance center for spectacular deals on washers and dryers, ranges, dishwashers, and more, including unheard of pricing on brand new factory blemished French door and side-by-side refrigerators from KitchenAid and Whirlpool. Save over $1,500. Stop by our showroom today and experience the difference. Open Monday through Friday till 8, Saturday and Sunday till 5, or online at mountainhighappliance.com. Thank you. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Nuggets, home of the Avalanche, Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Live from the Altitude 950 studios, the Vic Lombardi Show starts now. And the 2-1 pitch, here it is. And he popped it up. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a tough play. And Tomlinson is going to make the catch, and that's going to end the inning and the game. So the Giants end up taking one game in this three-game series. They finish the road trip. Disappointed, but my goodness. One, one and seven, two and six sounds a lot better. What are we going to do about John Gray? What are we going to do? He's got the stuff. Clearly has the stuff. We've seen the stuff. But he's so inconsistent. Can you give me another example of a guy who has that much stuff but can't put it together and then finally did and how? The finally did and how is the part uh, that I, I, I find difficult to answer. A uh, guy that has that much stuff, that much talent and can't yeah. put it together – that's easy to come There's up with. There's a bunch of them. Right? And that's They're all over to, the place. Every sport you can yeah. come up with that. There's a uh, pirate quarterback in town that might fall into that category. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, and it's maddening. I mean, they had a chance to sweep the Giants, a, a Giants team that was looking at a one in seven road trip, as we just heard on that clip. Uh, and they just went out and got a poor performance from their so-called ace. Very disappointing. Very well, disappointing. Watching him uh, walk in those runs, it's just, it's just hard. That's hard to stomach, right? The control issues for a major league pitchers. When, when, when you're that, when you lack that much control, that just hurts. Yeah, it's that. It's the, you know, fielding problem when yeah. you bobble the ball and don't throw it to first and get the out. It's just, it's just little things. It's things that you feel like you're watching a, uh, a little league game at times. Like, well, how is this happening? And we talked about it a little bit yesterday. I think it's time we remove the ace label from John Gray. Manchester, once again, you've been ahead of the curve on that one for, 
a while now, but after what we witnessed in the playoff game last year and the start to this year, uh, I think it's safe to say John Gray is no longer the ace. Did of you the say ahead of the curb? The curve. Oh, I just said curb. John Gray is no longer the ace of the Colorado. Marty Rockets. will have the sound later in yeah, the show. We'll uh, we'll verify that in the final segment. You've got the Vic Lombardi show on this uh, glorious Thursday morning here in the Mile High City. Doesn't get much better than what it looks like right now. It's supposed to be hot today, boys. So put on your uh, suntan lotion. Or whatever you call that, sunblock. Suntan lotion? Well, I don't know. It's a term call. you haven't heard in a long time. <laughs> Give me the suntan lotion. Am I going to oil up and <laughs> your get my tan on? I think we're calling yeah. it sunscreen. Yeah, now days. it's all avoiding sun. But back in my day, you did whatever you could to get to the sun, which get is some bad. Some bronzer? That was bad. Yeah. Uh, the stuff that you used to put in the, your hair. Do you remember that stuff? No. It would blonde your hair. Uh, sun out, it was called. Huh. Yeah, that probably precedes you. You're not old enough that one. sun out. Wait, you went like frosted tips or what? Uh, pretty much. HW right there, Manchester, James Merrillat, Jesse Trujillo, Marty O, Vic Lombardi here for the Vic Lombardi show. Last night, fellas, while you were watching the Rockies, and I uh, watched the majority of it when I got home, uh, as well as the Stanley Cup game, I was out in Parker, Colorado at an establishment with a, a bunch of Bronco players watching America Ninja Warrior. Are you familiar with America Ninja Warrior? Yes. My, uh, my children are big fans. Huge. It's big among the kids. Yeah. I bet your gymnast kid could do really well at that, by he the could. way. He could. He could. Uh, he does so it around the house. It's kind of upsetting. If you haven't seen it, it's essentially this really sci-fi obstacle course made for television they put it on TV, and they have people all over the country try to get through this course as fast as possible. Well, there's a young man uh, that uh, works on the Broncos. He's their body man. His name is Adam Sturr. He has several clients that play for the Broncos. Derek Wolf was there last night. Chris Harris, Darian Stewart, Justin Simmons. bunch of Broncos in attendance watching this play out. And what it was was Adam featured on the show last night. And he advanced to the next episode. So they taped this months ago, right? Yeah. But they go watch each episode. It was just really cool. And I, I learned a lot about what these players do just to stay football ready. It's more than just showing up at camp, showing up at the facility, you know, taking your supplements and your vitamins and playing football. They most, for the most part, all have somebody helping them get their body ready for the next game for each week. Uh, and this guy's a master at that. Now, a body man, you've heard that before, right? Who is the one player in the league that is most notorious for having a body man? Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Mm. Right? He's the guy who he his body man was flying on the team playing. Yes. yes. Caused a little bit of a rift. Yes. Yeah. So most players in the league utilize somebody like this. Uh Adam does a great job. And it was just cool to see the Broncos support him last night as he went through the gauntlet that is America. Ninja Warrior. I want to try that. That was in Denver a few years back, yeah. if you recall. They usually film it down at uh, Civic Center Park yeah. in the middle not, of the night. I would not be able to get through the first part. I'd probably stop at the first portion. Oh, it would be unbelievably difficult. You I would have get to injured. be so strong, too, to get through the parts where you have to yeah. you have to raise, I don't know what that's called, something ladder, torture Salmon ladder. Salmon ladder. Is that what that's called, Salmon mm-hmm. ladder? Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me with that? It's, you're basically uh, doing 10 pull-ups and pushing up as you're pulling up. It, it's usually like rock climbers that do really well yeah. at because they're, they're smaller, they're lean, but they're incredibly strong. It is, it's fun to watch. What did you learn from the Broncos players considering it was Zach Kerr and Shelby Harris at the podium yesterday? 
What did I learn from those two players? No, from the guys you hung out with last night. I was just jabbing at the Broncos for making 20 human beings drive down there to trot Shelby Harris and Zach Kerr to the podium. Those are great sound bites. What are you talking about? Both of them are very glib. What are you complaining about? I bet you they had a lot of fun stuff to say. That's roster man 51 and 52. Who do you want? Who do you want? Exactly. What are you looking for? It's OTAs. What do you, what are you trying to uncover? I would just what rather hear. What investigative report do you have? I would just rather hear from Chad Kelly in Paxton yeah. Lynch. So you just want quarterbacks every day. Every day, trot out a quarterback. Sure. Time for big news right now. What are the headlines? The big story we're following this morning. What caught everyone's attention? Big news right now. The shortest outing for John Gray at home in over three years. As the Rockies lose to the Giants 7-4, Gray goes only three innings in that loss. Without even getting into all the other stuff, Longoria drives that one to right center field. Charlie Blackman is not going to get there. All the way to the wall. Belt. Kind of hesitated. He'll come around third. Longoria digging for third, and the throw goes there, but too late. It's a triple, and the Giants have gone ahead 5-4. to four. Read somewhere, I think Nick Groke had it last night. In his wins, John Gray's ERA is somewhere around 1.5. In his losses, it's up to 10. So if you're Bud Black, you're the manager. You're a former Major League pitcher yourself. What do you do with John Gray? And obviously, John threw a lot of pitches. 90-plus pitches and, and three-plus innings is not recommended. But he fought, wasn't on the top of his game for sure, couldn't establish anything with the fastball or the slider. You know, it wasn't a game that a starting pitcher wants to throw. The Washington Capitals had never won a Stanley Cup Finals game until last night in their history. They've been there, but they never won there. They won last night 2-1. The score with Ovechkin, the final score was 3-2. Low now to Weller. Gives it back, top circle. Carlson, quickly back to Nick Baxter. Low in front, Ovechkin scores! Ovechkin on the feed on a back door. Short side against Flurry. The big man gives Washington the lead. Did you guys see that save by Holtby late in the game? Oh, my goodness. Save of the year. Okay, so uh HW complaining who the Broncos trot out for sound bites at Dove Valley. Zach Kerr gave you a gem. Defensive end Zach Kerr on why he doesn't use burner Twitter accounts. I'm not I'm not gonna lie to you, man. I can't be the snitch and say people got burner accounts. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna be the guy that tells you that people got burner accounts, but I mean I'm pretty sure somebody does. Meanwhile, Shelby Harris focused on football, he says. Well the teams that don't get better are the ones that don't make the playoffs. You know, you have to continuously make improvements throughout the year. You can never stay complacent. You can't get complacent. You have to be able to to work and adjust because that's what the league is. It's all about adjustments. It's all about fixing things. And, and yeah, you may have had a problem here one week, but the next week you can't go out and have the same problem with teams are going to expose it. Game one NBA Finals tonight. My goodness. Look at the odds. Look at the line. Golden State favored by 12 and a half in this game. Meanwhile, Kevin Love, he's going to play or not? He was not sure. Um, he's going to go through some things today and um, see how he feels, but he is in the protocol still, so we'll see how he feels. Concussion protocol for Kevin Love. Not sure if he'll play or not tonight. They need him. 
They need all the help they can well, get. Well, and Iguodala is out for Golden State, which uh, actually is a pretty big loss considering he's a, a good matchup on LeBron. Didn't he win Finals MVP the first time these two teams met up in the mm. in the NBA he Finals? Yeah. He did. Um, so that's a big loss. If the if the Cavs can have Kevin Love tonight, and the Warriors don't have AI, the number two AI, they have a puncher's chance. They're seven and a half to one to win the title. LeBron James, seven and a half to one to win it, and they're in the finals. That's a, that's a decent value, HW. Coming up a little later in the show, sports psychologist Dr. Travis Heath at 930. In the eight o'clock hour, we have the list of all lists, our top ten. And today, the ten biggest lies in sports brought to you by me. Top ten lies. Hot takes coming right up. You got the Vic Lombardi show, altitude 950. This hour is brought to you by CDOT. Join the cannabis conversation. How do you feel about marijuana and driving? Is drug driving a problem? Join the cannabis conversation at coloradocannabisconvo.com. coloradocannabisconvo.com. What will you do with your $5,000 bonus? First Transit is hiring full-time drivers. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Starting pay is $15.38 an hour. $15.38 an hour paid training and a $5,000 hiring bonus for drivers. Benefits after 30 days. No experience required. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. What will you do with your $5,000 hiring bonus? Go to work for First Transit. Apply today in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Next time your child's due for the shots, distract them with silly cooing and smiling. When you seem happy, your child will pick up on those positive vibes. Respect the facts, protect your child, immunize. Brought to you by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment and the Colorado Broadcast Association. There is no better endorsement of a business than the customers that shop there. Hi, I'm Alan Roach, and I've recommended Johnson Auto Plaza since my first visit 20 years ago, and I'm certainly not alone. Here's a few comments shared recently by Johnson Auto Plaza customers. Darren writes, exceeded all expectations. Not the typical high-pressure car dealer. Keep it up. I'll refer all friends and family to Johnson Auto Plaza. Tammy said, this is the third car we've purchased. We love the Johnson no-pressure experience. We'll be back soon for another car. From Cynthia, a very pleasant experience. They weren't pushy. The salesman treated my husband and I like old friends. Thank you for everything. That's just a few of the many real people's experiences with the real people at Johnson Auto Plaza. There is a difference, and it's all because of the Johnson family way of doing business. Ask me or anyone else that's been there. Enjoy special savings and incentives on over 600 new Jeeps and Rams during the Jeep Celebration event. North of E-470 on Highway 85, Johnson Auto Plaza. Plaza.com. Colorado Rapids 2018 season tickets are on sale now. Don't miss out on the action as the Rapids take the field for 17 home matches at Dick's Sporting Goods Park next season. And it's Marlon Hairston in the blink of an eye. They're back on level terms. This is some contest. Go to ColoradoRapids.com to find out about the exclusive season ticket member benefits, including meet the team party, game day experiences, and stadium discounts. Go to ColoradoRapids.com. There I was, pushing up off of the floor, and I kept hearing a crack, crack, crack in my elbow. Shooting baskets, crack, crack, crack in my elbow. My elbow was in pain, and I needed help. And I turned to my friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. 
It's your boy, Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50, here to tell you about my fantastic experience with the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. You can have your outpatient appointments, surgery, lab, x-rays, and even MRIs right there. I didn't have time to walk around and find three different MRI places, wait six months to get this pain out of my elbow. No, I needed help right away, and Center for Spine and Orthopedics helped me right away. They have internationally renowned spine surgeons, foot, ankle, and wound care, as well as veterans in pain management with nearly 30 years of experience helping patients manage their daily pain. Go with the best and go with the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Give them a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. The U.S. Senior Open Championship returns to Colorado Springs during the Broadmoor Centennial Celebration. Don't miss your chance to see Tom Watson, Fred Couples, Davis Love III, Kenny Perry, Bernhard Langer, and John Daly as they compete for the most sought-after title in the senior game. Ticket prices start at just $20. Get yours today at 2018USSeniorOpen.com. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A motorcycle accident has temporarily shut down all the lanes of northbound I-25 at the Thornton Parkway. Traffic is brought to you by USAA Life Insurance Company. Traffic using the Thornton Parkway on and off ramps to get around the accident. Help protect your family with USAA Life Insurance. Provided by USAA Life Insurance Company, San Antonio, Texas. Subject to state availability, issue limitations, contract terms and conditions. Visit USAA.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. And Burakovsky in stride quickly out to Weller. As Vegas had collapsed, now the Caps bringing it across. And a chance in the right circle. He scores! The shot from the top of the right circle from Brett Connolly. And with 10-19 to go, it's 3-1 Washington. And the Caps hold on for dear life. What a frenetic final minute or two in Vegas last night as the uh, Golden Knights put on the full-court press trying to tie that game. And again, Braden Holtby had the save of the postseason with his stick on a can't-miss, point-blank goal attempt. I'm looking at the replay right now, looking at the photo of it. I I don't know how he got back in time. That was awesome. What a W by the Caps having a chance now to go back to Washington, D.C., the nation's capital, and take control of that series. You got the Vic Lombardi show Thursday morning. Uh, the Rockies are off today. They are actually holding their annual Rockies charity golf tournament. I'll be there. I'll report from there. Okay. I'll let you guys know what the latest is. Are you playing? I'll be there. Um, That's a yes. Again, I'll report. I'll, I'll be reporting from there. You very much have an outfit like someone who's playing golf today. What, shorts and a shirt? No, you'd have an outfit that looks like someone who's playing golf today. What about you talking outfit? about it's going to be hot out there and like yeah. what's, suntan what's lotion's his going on? Doesn't look like a guy who's playing golf. Why? Yeah, you have like white pants and a shirt that just looks like a golfer. What well, his shirt looks like a golf shirt. It's a white. No, it's untucked. It just doesn't. He looks kind of <laughs> sloppy. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, says so the guy who's in this. He's clearly in his meeting outfit today, yeah, right? Exactly. You, you can tell I big meeting. You can tell I have meetings you're, today. You're not your Led meetings. Zeppelin T-shirt. You can tell Vic is playing golf, and you can tell you're just doing what you normally do. Well, how do you know that <laughs> I'm not having meetings on the golf course? Maybe you are, yeah. but I could tell where those meetings would be taking Big place. Time meetings. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, I, I want to say this. 
if I were a baseball player and you have very few days off during the course of the season, mm-hmm. what would you do on those days off? I mean, I'd probably sit at home and sleep yeah, all day. I'd sit by a pool I, and read. The more I think about it, dude, they got six months where they are locked up. And I know you don't want to give them any love. Oh, it's easy. Oh, you, they travel well. But six months where you're working yeah. almost every single day. It's a grind. It's a grind to just keep showing up every day. Even though it's a, it's a cushy place to show up. That is, that is tough every single day. I'll, I'll admit that. I'm not that. Hard line. Uh, I mistermed the uh, substance that we used uh, in the 80s and 90s to uh, blonde your hair. It was called sun in, not sun out. Oh. Which makes sense. Yeah. Sun in. It turned a uh, dark-haired person into an orange-haired person. Just by putting it in your hair and sitting out in the sun. You just sprayed it in your head, on your hair, and you, you rode around, you know, cycled around town, and hours later, you'd have orange hair. Do they still make this product? Oh, I'm sure they do. Well, no, what would happen if peroxide. I used it? I mean, my hair's reddish orange already. There's one way to find out. Yeah. Let's try it. A little social experiment. Yeah. Let's, why not try it? It'd be fun. Bring the heat, please. Our piping hot takes. Because I spit hot fire. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station, and the Vic Lombardi Show present Piping Hot Takes. It's this hot take. In an era and a format and a medium where most of the things coming out of our mouths are negative and critical and, you know, this is what we do at Sports Talk Radio. I'm going to change it up a little bit this morning. My piping hot take is a great take on a great gesture by a professional athlete. You may have read about it. It's made the rounds on social media, but I'm going to go through it right now. You guys uh know who Jermaine Gresham is? Yes. Tight mm-hmm. end. Uh, played at Oklahoma, I believe. Yeah. And now he plays, I believe, for the Arizona Cardinals. So as the story goes, this young lady, I'll read right from her account. Uh, the m- most amazing thing just happened to me, and I can't help but share it with the world. American Airlines instituted a new policy where you have to take a carry-on to the plane, which is ridiculous but off-topic. You have to pay to take a carry-on. Hasn't that policy been in place for years, by the way? This isn't anything new. Nothing new. Yeah. So I consolidate my bags into one. They measure it. They say it's a little too big. They proceed to charge me 50 bucks, except they only take credit card, no cash. Well, since I just got back from Europe, all my cards are being declined. Chase doesn't know I'm back in town. All I have is cash. I'm pleading with the person, please let me pay cash. They would not take my cash. I could not get on the plane. And along comes this man. He walks up, says, how much is it? They tell him $50. He says, I got it. Pulls out his uh American Express. They swipe the card. He tells me, have a great flight. Hop on board. I'm crying as I write this. I board the flight. I see the man. He's in first class. I walk up to him to hand him the money in cash. He says, don't worry about it. Just pay it forward. Jermaine Gresham. That is darn right cool. Very cool. I mean, it's 50 bucks, okay? Great. But it's cool. Because this kind of stuff takes place a lot more than we think. And I love the fact that she went public with this because we don't do enough of it. You know, in the NFL, we live in this age where something bad happens. There's some controversy. We're all over it. That's all we talk about. But when the good things happen, where are we? Why don't we get out and promote the good? And this is an example of good. I can give you so many others. But this is one where some girl didn't even know who the guy was. He didn't have to do anything for her. Have you ever been in that situation before, by the way, where you've been in an airport and you've seen somebody just hurting? They were going to miss a flight. Something happened. And you want to help, but you can't. Well, Jermaine Gresham went out of his way to help. 
And I think that's cool. Is that a hot take? Not really, but it's my take. Next. Is HW's hot take. I said it yesterday on the show, last night confirmed it. John Gray isn't the Rockies ace. The sooner we accept huh. that, the better. He's a nice piece in the rotation, but Kyle Freeland will be this team's ace. You can go ahead and write that down. Let's rank the Rockies starters currently. One, Kyle Freeland. Two, Herman Marquez. Three, Chad Bettis. That's your ranking of the top three Rockies starters right now. I Maybe John Gray. But let's call it what it is. He's a middle-of-the-rotation, back-end-of-the-rotation guy. If you had to play a one-game playoff tomorrow, which they very well could have to play again this year, you ain't going with John Gray. You're just not. You got better options on this team. That's a problem, but it's also credit to Jeff Breidich and the Rockies for drafting well, developing well. I'm sorry John Gray was such a high pick. I'm sorry we had such high expectations for him. He's a major league pitcher. I'll give you that. He is not an ace. Last night confirmed it for me. And again, Manchester, you've been saying this for a while. Thank you. Stay woke. Next hot take. It's Manchester's hot take. Fellas, the uh, vultures were out yesterday and last night. I spent a lot of time driving around, going to Little League baseball games last night, listened to a lot of national sports talk as I did. Boy, this Brian Colangelo story was all anybody wanted to talk about. It's getting a lot of mileage, isn't it? And it was 100% anti-Brian Colangelo. There was not a single person across the multiple networks who even offered a possible defense for Brian Colangelo. Now, look... I think what he did, if he did it, because it's right now just alleged, having five burner accounts and using them to uh, defend himself and rip his players and rip former GM Sam Henke and release some medical information, all those kind of things. Yeah, it, it's bad. But here's the question. Is this really any different than having a beat writer in your back pocket and giving them the same information? This has been going on for years. It's going on in a different medium now. Yeah, exactly. You, you don't need... Uh, a newspaper writer, you don't need a TV guy, you don't need a radio guy, you don't need someone to be your conduit to the fans, you don't need someone to float the, the trial balloon for you, you can just do it yourself. That's the part of it that is different now uh, because of Twitter. So, look, it looks bad. It seems bad. I don't know why people can't figure out that it wasn't his wife doing it, he just used his wife's phone number so that... That would be where he'd get the verification code. It's like, it's not that hard to figure out, guys. People can't put it together. <laughs> you don't have to work for the CIA right. to break this down. Oh, I bet his wife. No, his wife didn't tweet any of it. He did it. That's just the phone number he used. Anyhow, I just look at this, and I, I think before we just all start turning into vultures and calling for someone's job and saying he should be fired and he's never going to work in basketball again and just the hyperbole that we tend to have nowadays, we really need to look at it and go, well, what was he doing? And is he the only guy to have done this? Well, via Twitter and via burner, via burner accounts, maybe. But this is the exact same thing that every GM and every sport has done for decades. He's just not using the media anymore in terms of people. He's using social media to do it. Yeah. And in the long term, I mean, what, he's a narcissist. He's guilty of being thin-skinned. Sure. Big deal. You know, the medical one is the one that I think is probably going to get him in the most trouble. But it's like, okay. I just, I I could not believe that in the course of probably four hours of driving around town, it's all I heard, and it was all people just hammering. You know why? Because it's our favorite kind of story. It's cloak and dagger. It involves an executive. Yeah. uh, 
it's it's frivolous stuff, and yet it's very mysterious stuff, and we love that kind of mystery. It's juicy. Let's call it what it yes. is. It's juicy. This time of year, we're talking about the Cup Finals, the NBA Finals, the Rockies, and all of a sudden we get hit with boom, juice, material. I I, I find it comical more than anything else. I, I like the fact that he would do this and have five accounts and be that thin-skinned. I just I laugh at it. I just don't think the guy should be fired and his his career ruined. I just think it's an overreaction. 7584 on the text line. If you want to text the show, it's 30933. That's 30933. Text line says here, love the Jermaine Gresham story. Thanks, Vic. Although I'm surprised HW's hot take wasn't, well, it was only 50 bucks. Big deal. That's a fair point. Wow. No, I thought it was a cool gesture as well. By the way, guys, the next thing you need to read, did you read, uh, you obviously all you read what? the Ringer story. Yeah, you, you, you forwarded a story that you read and it was too long. I'll be honest with you. I mean, I'm on my phone. I'm like, when I'm reading stuff on my phone, I can't be sitting there for three hours. It's an SB Nation story called Crooked Letters Inside the NCAA's Year Long Twisting Investigation into Mississippi Football. The Stephen Godfrey guy it took him five years to write it. I'll be five on, years? I'll be honest with you. Yeah. I read 60% of it last night in yeah. an hour. I still got another 40% to go. Yeah, it's, it's so long. Fascinating. Conclusion. Mississippi cheats in football. Shocker. But this is Weird. investigative oh, journalism whoa. with good research. This is the kind of piece, Vic. I said this to Marty this morning. This is the kind of piece that could bring down the NCAA. Here's something crazy. Wow. The SEC cheats. Whoa. Could bring down the NCAA. I'm telling you, if you can carve out an hour and a half, read it. It's investigative journalism at its finest. It names names. And these guys in the NCAA that we know nothing about who just sit in that secret building in Indianapolis, he is starting to expose them. I got something for you. An SEC school cuts the corners. Wow. I mean, come on, dude. Again, I read it, and everything in there is like, yeah, and, and, and. Hugh Freeze and here's the thesis statement and the, the NCAA always talks about student athletes. Yeah, the NCAA is a business model. We all know that. But you're saying they're complicit in this cheating. Mm-hmm. That's what Stephen Godfrey's saying in his article. The NCAA is encouraging I don't this because you it, sent this to me. I tweeted it. Sorry. Oh. Yeah. The the whole crux. I don't follow you. The whole crux of the article is <laughs> the NCAA will turn its head to certain cheating. Yeah. That doesn't surprise me I mean, at that's, all. That's you know that's life though. I mean it happens everywhere. But to say that Ole Miss has been caught cheating, wow! Next you're gonna say Baylor has ch- cheated a couple. T- really I'm stunned. You got the Vic Lombardi show. Read the piece coming up a little later. I'm still the getting through the Wicker Sham All piece. lists <laughs> the ten biggest lies in sports. That's coming up in the eight o'clock hour. Altitude 950 is talking Broncos. Overall, can you really tell if this guy is going to be a player or not? Juan? Just can't put you know too much in the OTAs. Exactly right. Listen, a lot of people look good against air. You're playing against air, man. Air. And we're also talking Rockies. And this. You gotta beat Golden State first by owning the rim. I ain't saying stop taking the three, take the three. But if a guy's in your face, get to the rim first. Yeah. I will bet you that this series is over in five, no more than five, most likely four. The Broncos and beyond. Get it all on Denver's All Sports Station. We will talk about the games right here on Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Veterans. 
It's time to take advantage of the VA benefits you have earned. This is Ryan Harris. And Nate Crackman. And we thank you for your service and want to see that you receive the greatest savings when it comes to owning a home on the land you have defended. When using your VA benefits, there's no down payment or mortgage insurance required. Plus, you'll receive some of the lowest rates in the industry. Already in a mortgage? No problem. You can refinance any existing mortgage into a VA loan while receiving access to 100% of your home's value. And even though it's called a VA loan, it's available to active duty military and spouses. So you don't have to wait to take advantage of such incredible savings. A salary-based mortgage consultant will listen to your financial goals and will customize a loan program to fit your needs. So just call 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000. Or visit them online at AmericanFinancing.net. They're open seven days a week. American Financing, the official mortgage company of Altitude 950. And MLS one eight two three three four regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Hey, it's a busy time of year with the end of school approaching, baseball, soccer, track events. No time to prepare a sit-down meal. Black Eyed Pea to the rescue. Vic Lombardi for the Black Eyed Pea. Check out Chicken Fried Mondays at the Black Eyed Pea. Get a chicken fried steak meal with two delicious sides, rolls, and cornbread for just $8.99. That's a lot of dinner for just $8.99. You can also order the chicken fried pork cutlet. Same deal. A full-size cutlet, two sides, roll, and cornbread, just $8.99. Chicken Fried Monday at the Black Eyed Pea is every Monday. A made-from-scratch meal for you and the family that saves you time and money. Home cooking worth going out for at the Black Eyed Pea. Pair your meal with something from the full-service bar. Craft beer, wine, cocktails. You need more time? Order Black Eyed Pea meals to go. Everything on the menu is good to go. Burgers, hot roast, grilled fish, and of course, the chicken fried meals. $8.99 on Mondays. It's locally owned and operated. It's the Black Eyed Pea. Mile High Jewelers has an amazing selection in custom-made rings, chains, watches, nameplates, bracelets, and pendants. Shop with the leaders in custom jewelry. Mile High Jewelers. If you can dream it, this Colorado-based company can make it. They also specialize in jewelry and watch repair. And Mile High Jewelers is where your hometown professional athletes shop. Find them in three convenient locations. In the Highlands across from Mile High Stadium, Aurora Mall, and Citadel Mall in Colorado Springs. Follow them on Instagram at Mile High Jewelers and MileHighJewelers.com. Hey there, Denver. It's Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50. And now is the time to talk with your kids about the dangers of alcohol, marijuana, and other drugs, including the misuse of prescription drugs. Start the conversation and let your kids know that you want what's best for their future. Find conversation starters, tips, and other resources at speaknowcolorado.org. Now is the time to talk. Visit speaknowcolorado.org to learn more. Here come the Rockies. Rockies baseball is back with a season full of great promotions, theme dates, and 25th anniversary events to choose from. So whether you want to see Nolan Arenado make that mind-blowing play, or Charlie Blackman get that clutch hit, or you want to take the family out at a reasonable price, or you want to get a group of friends together on the rooftop for a game, there's truly something for everyone at Coors Field. Check out what's going on at Rockies.com and get your tickets today to catch the thrill of Rockies baseball in person. It's the catch. Ball game over. Where's the best live entertainment? At Buffalo Thunder Resort and Casino. That's where. June 29th, it's Uncle Cracker. July 13th, Blood, Sweat, and Tears. And Little River Band, August 3rd. Summer is full of fun and exciting entertainment at Buffalo Thunder in Santa Fe. See our full lineup and get your tickets at buffalothunderresort.com. 
The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. A motorcycle accident has temporarily shut down all lanes of northbound I-25 at the Thornton Parkway. Traffic is brought to you by USAA Life Insurance Company. So traffic using the Thornton Parkway on and off ramps to get around the accident, but you may want to seek an alternate route if that's usually your route. You can exit 84th or 70th east to Washington, north to the Thornton Parkway or 104th. Help protect your family with USAA Life Insurance provided by USAA Life Insurance Company, San Antonio, Texas. Subject to state availability, issue limitations, contract terms, and conditions. Visit USAA.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. If you had to play a one-game playoff tomorrow, which they very well could have to play again this year, you ain't going with John Gray. You're just not. You got better options on this team. That's a problem, but it's also credit to Jeff Bradich and the Rockies for drafting well, developing well. I'm sorry John Gray was such a high pick. I'm sorry we had such high expectations for him. He's a major league pitcher. I'll give you that. He is not an ace. Last night confirmed it for me. And again, Manchester, you've been saying this for a while. Thank you. That's a subject we'll have to bring up with Travis Heath when he joins us in the 9 o'clock hour. Um, psychologically, what advice would he have for John Gray, who clearly has the stuff, but... In moments like last night, he just has that, you know, 10 minute just, what just happened? What did I just watch? And loses it. And we see it all the time in sports. How do you fight that? How do you combat that? How well, do you settle down? Well, and last night's was, what was first and second and the pitcher was up. That's who hit the little dribbler or was it a bunt or whatever it was that he couldn't field and throw to first in time to get the out. And now you got bases loaded and the whole thing just unravels. It's just, like that's an easy situation to get out of. Bear down. Have have some mental fortitude. Just a, it's just a, it, it, at this point, it's very very frustrating. Despite the loss, the Rockies are still in first place, so they will finish the month of May leading the National League West, setting up a key series now against the hard charging Dodgers, who, by the way, continue to win. They won again. They've won seven of ten. They're only three and a half back. Thankfully, the Diamondbacks lost last night, so the lead remains a game and a half between the Rockies and D-backs, but here come the Dodgers, 26-29. and 29. You knew they would be there. They got there earlier than we expected. They're almost there by the end of May, mm-hmm. and this is a big series, dude. They'd be 500 by the end of the series. Yeah, could have could have buried the Dodgers. Now, so they'd be 500. They'd still be behind the Rockies, or would the Rockies fall to 502 if that happened? Uh, the Rockies would be 30 and 29. Okay, so it'd be yeah. a half a game. Yeah. Up. Well, the yeah. Rockies need to win two. I, I mean, they just have to win two. Winning one, I guess, would be okay. Getting swept would be a disaster. But if you want to tell the Dodgers you're here to win the NL West, then win the series. Well, what did we say before this homestand? Uh, we said what? Seven and two would be ideal. Six and three would be great. They're four and two right now. Yeah. So you win two out of three, and you got your six and three. Everybody's happy, I think. I mean, win series. Just keep winning series. Well, here's the here are the pitching matchups tomorrow night. It's uh, Alex Wood for the Dodgers. He's one and four with a three seven five. Tyler Anderson three and one four seven two for the Rockies. Who you like there? You never know what you're gonna get. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I, I that's the thing. I I can't guess anymore. Walker Bueller versus Herman Marquez. Marquez has been pitching well. He has been. He really has. He's got five losses, but that number is a little skewed. Win-loss isn't a stat in baseball you should pay attention to. And then Brock Stewart, winless and no losses, for the Dodgers against Chad Bettis. 
Bettis has been pretty good. So I, I mean, you know, you'd, you'd feel better if Freeland was on the hill for one of these, but the Rockies have a, uh, the pitching matchups aren't, uh, aren't terrible heading into the weekend. We'll put it that way. If you missed the Stanley Cup game last night, uh, the final minute was insane. I love the final minute of a game when the home team especially, when the home team empties the net and they go six on five and the entire crowd is just into it so intense mm-hmm. as Vegas did and they had shot after shot and they had an open net and Braden Holtby sticks his right hand out there with the stick and somehow stops that puck from going in at point blank range. What a save and what a win. If the Caps go on to win this series, they're going to go back to that save, and that was the save of the save of the year. Could be. It changed the game. Yeah, I'm with you though. That is one of those extremely fun um, snippets in sports. Oh God, right? so just intense. that little bit. Yes. Uh, the last minute, minute and a half of a game when they're down a goal and they're trying to desperately uh, they're tie working it. the puck around. Yeah. Everybody's yeah. touching it. It's fast paced. You know, if the other team gets a hold of it and there's an empty net the other side, let's see what we can do. You know, that was always, and I know it's always been in effect, but when Patrick Wah was coaching here, remember how he'd empty the net with like mm-hmm. three minutes to play? Yeah, that Much was kind of one of his expected. things. Yeah. Well, it reminds me of game five in Nashville when the Avs were down one nothing, right? And that goal that they scored, it had that feeling. It was, if, if I have it correctly, it was ranting into McKinnon to Landeskog. It was that same sort of deal. Uh, you're right. Save of the year, Vic. By the way, did you see the Caps owner, what he did yesterday or a couple days ago? What did he do? Flew 200 team employees to Vegas on a private jet, a jumbo jet, and they got to watch the game in Vegas last night. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was pretty special. It's a cool gesture to, to the behind the scenes folks who yeah. make that organization tick. And I mean, you wake That's up to that email, cool. you're going to Vegas for a Stanley Cup game. That's pretty dark. That is really cool. You know, so we talk about great gestures. My hot take was what Jermaine Grisham did. If you missed it, um, Gresham, that's the proper pronunciation. He uh, was boarding a flight on American Airlines. Young lady in front of him didn't have the 50 bucks credit card working to pay for her uh, luggage, and he put the bill and said, just pay it forward. Don't worry about it. And just the way she described it, so cool, which got me to thinking, we, we've all seen this, right? We've all had experiences with friends, family, I don't know, strangers who have paid it forward. I'll give you another example of an athlete who at times was heavily criticized for the wrong reasons, and all he was trying to do at the time was offer charity. I've said, I've shared this story before. Do you remember that incident with Jake Plummer in the Honda Element mm-hmm. where he had that little uh, fender bender? At a stoplight or yeah. whatever, yeah. Yeah, do you remember that night? And everybody blew it up. Yeah, what are you doing? You know, you mind your driving skills. What, what are you doing? Well, that night, Jake Plummer was on his way to hand a charitable organization in town a $75,000 check, and he was running late. I know because I was emceeing the event. And so he was trying to get there and got into some car issues. That thing blows up the next day. But lost in that story, what no one talked about, what nobody reported, is where he was going and what he was doing. And I just sometimes we we get blinders on in this business. We put those blinders on and we forget what they're doing. We forget what they're about. There's a lot of good people out there that do great things. Charles Barkley catches a lot of heat, and I've shared this with you guys, why I love Charles. Do you know how many times Charles anonymously pays for things for random people? Doesn't want to take credit for it. There was a longtime sports writer in Phoenix who was really hard on Charles when I was there. He was really hard on him. He passed away once, just tragically, crossing the street. Crossing the street gets hit by a car. 
Charles at the time is playing for the Houston Rockets. He had since been traded. That guy's entire funeral was paid by Charles Barkley. Wow. Covered the entire A guy funeral. who used to rip him? Yep. And he wasn't even in town anymore? He was not in town. Charles covered the expenses. The classy gesture. We saw this with J.J. Watt last week when there was the last couple of weeks when there was the school shooting down in Houston and he offered to pay for all of the, uh, all of the funerals. I mean, there, there are a lot of these stories that, that happen and you're right. We don't, one, we don't hear about them. I mean, this Jermaine Gresham story could have very easily been something we didn't hear about. Ever. I mean, but that's, that's the beauty of social media. And how many times does something like that happen in a given day? It, probably a lot. So it was nice that we got to, uh, we got to hear about it, but you're, you're right. They deserve a little bit of attention and a little bit of our focus as opposed to just ripping on whatever athlete happened to, uh, misstep that day. Saul wants to know on the text line 30933, speaking of ripping on somebody, what's the update on the Mile High Hooper Burner Twitter account? Uh, no HW. update. Twitter has not gotten back to me. Remember, they said it could be several days. How can anything take several days in Especially today's in this day and fast age? action Twitter world it's we live Twitter. in? It's Twitter. Yeah. That's who we're working with is Twitter. What are Twitter. they trying to verify exactly? Your existence? Uh, my identity that I'm not actually three years old like I typed in <laughs> on the birthday. So you got the birthday wrong because this show's not How three stupid years old. Twitter, by the way? I mean, it's obviously I think I did the station. Nobody's yeah. really three right. and typing away. A year and a half old. I did the station's birthday. Oh, okay. That is kind of dumb. Like, obviously, that was a mistake. Put in the wrong year. And I, I, I find it shocking that it doesn't give you, like, are you sure that's your birthday? Right. No, I just locked your account. And you know what's funny? Now, you go to Twitter.com slash MileHighHooper. It goes, this account doesn't exist. Now, now this so is... So it's gone. We're just trying to get him to bring it This back. is funny. You know the whole story I relayed about Jermaine Gresham? Uh, texter says, I'm pretty sure that message, that whole story came from Jermaine Gresham's burner account. <laughs> <laughs> Nowadays. Can you can you write one up on me? Just like something really nice that I did on my tweet it, on my yeah, Twitter. Just, I don't know. Just come up with a just a random tweet. Just start throwing it out. They're just random nice things. We can create another burner account. You yeah. guys were very obsessed with Mile High Hooper. Now that you've had a day, do you want to create a new no, one? No, that was laborious. No, I liked it. I like our account. High hockey player, and yeah. I think it's over too. I, I really think that ship yeah. has sailed. When we come back, they bring it back. Paxson yeah. Lynch chatter. Some of his teammates discussing his play. That's next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950 is talking Broncos. Overall, can you really tell if this guy is going to be a player or not? Juan? Just can't put, you know, too much in the OTAs. Exactly right. Listen, a lot of people look good against air. You're playing against air, man. Air. And we're also talking Rockies. And this. You gotta beat Golden State first by owning the rim. I ain't saying stop taking the three. Take the three. But if a guy's in your face, get to the rim first. Yeah. I will bet you that this series is over in five, no more than five, most likely four. The Broncos and beyond. Get it all on Denver's All Sports Station. We will talk about the games right here on Altitude 950. to 950. Memorial Day is here and so are incredible prices on today's hottest appliances. Hi, I'm Brad Barnett, president of Mountain High Appliance. We've been Colorado's favorite appliance store for the past 25 years. This week only, in celebration of Memorial Day, we have some amazing deals that you don't want to miss. Get a Whirlpool four-piece stainless kitchen package for only $21.99. Save over $750. How about a Mila stainless dishwasher for only $7.99? Our lowest price ever. Plus, all Samsung laundry is on sale. Be sure to check out our clearance center for spectacular deals on washers and dryers, ranges, dishwashers, and more, including unheard of pricing on brand new factory blemished French door and side-by-side refrigerators from KitchenAid and Whirlpool. Save over $1,500. 
Stop by our showroom today and experience the difference. Open Monday through Friday till 8, Saturday and Sunday till 5, or online at mountainhighappliance.com. Thank you. We're here in the shop at Farland Classic Restoration in Englewood. Here's the owner, Jack Farland. Jack, you guys win some serious car awards. What's the latest? Well, we just finished a 1961 Ferrari 250 PF Cabriolet. It won a Platinum Award at Cavallino in Florida. It also won the Best Restoration Award at the show. That's huge. That's kind of like the Oscars for classic Ferraris, isn't it? That's it, exactly. Our restorations do very well at places like Pebble Beach and Amelia Island. So all the other major shows in this like serious car collector world. That's impressive. How long has the shop been around? We've been in business for 27 years, so we've been here for quite a while. And our guys are really the best around. If I look around the shop, I'm seeing Porsches, Ferraris, Mercedes, and some really impressive muscle cars. We do work on many kinds of investment-level classics. We do everything under one roof here. And you have a showroom with classics for sale? That's right. Have a look at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook under Farland Classic Restoration. What will you do with your $5,000 bonus? First Transit is hiring full-time drivers. Apply today and get a $5,000 hiring bonus. Starting pay is $15.38 an hour. $15.38 an hour paid training and a $5,000 hiring bonus for drivers. Benefits after 30 days. No experience required. Apply in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. What will you do with your $5,000 hiring bonus? Go to work for First Transit. Apply today in person at the Colorado Boulevard location in Commerce City. Genoa here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now's the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Elevate your golf game at South Suburban's Demo Days on Friday, June 8th. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. And the free event kicks off at 3.30 p.m. at the Lone Tree Golf Course. Try out products from top brands, including Callaway, TaylorMade, Titleist, and more. Place your order and receive 15% off manufacturer-suggested prices and have your clubs custom fit by their PGA Pro staff. Enjoy music on the patio and great food and beer specials. For more information, visit ssprd.org. Altitude 950 traffic update. We do have a delay now on northbound I-25 with the northbound lane shut down at Thornton Parkway. It's stopped traffic back to the Boulder Turnpike. Take your favorite alternate and avoid that if you can. This report brought to you by Sherwin-Williams. Southbound I-25 slowing 112 to the Thornton Parkway and I-70 to 23rd. From your home to your whole block, ask Sherwin-Williams and save 30% on paints and stains during the National Painting Week sale May 25th through June 4th. Retail sales only. Some exclusions apply. See store for details. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Well, you have a bona fide leader. You have one guy that you can look towards 
and be like, this is our guy for the season. And don't get me wrong, I think Trevor was a great quarterback. I thought he did great things last year, and I think Paxton was a good quarterback. But just when you have a QB battle, it's like who takes the reins? Who, who's the one who steps up and is, is the leader? But this year with Case, it's, you have a leader. You have a guy you can go to and a guy that has won games in the league. So tell me again why you were disappointed with Shelby Harris talking. He's great. Shelby Harris is great. Shelby Harris is great. I mean, that's, that's other, about as insightful as I've heard out of Dove Valley in a long time. Other than the blocked field goal in game one last year, name me the play Shelby Harris has made for the Broncos. But I, I don't understand what you want, though. What? One more than I can tell you Von Miller made I mean, last it's year. one more play that Chad Kelly made. He didn't play. You know what I find funny about that clip? Yeah. And it, it's just the fact that uh, people have such short-term memories. What he just said was what we said would be the problem heading into camp last year. Pick a guy. Just yeah. pick a guy. Yeah. Don't have this stupid, silly competition. Mm-hmm. Pick a guy. Hell, we were saying that a year ago right now. Especially a first-year staff, young players, transition yeah. year. Yeah. And what did we get? What was the spin? Oh, competition's good. Yeah. Competition at every position. That's what you want. Yeah. It's going to make everybody better. It, it, it now it's, well, you know, what the problem was we didn't have a guy. Like, well, of course. We all well, said that. That's the beauty of life in sports. You can spin anything anyway, right? I mean, if you go to a team and say, hey, well, you got a couple of rookies back there. Yeah, but they're young and fast and, you know, they're learning on the job, but they're, hey, you got a couple of veterans back there. They're all, yeah, but they, they know the lay of the land. They've been around a long time. So no matter what you ask, no matter what you get, you're going to get that positive answer because people want to be positive. Well, and it's no different than the story about Demarcus Walker on the front page of the sports today. Now he's beefing up. Remember last year it was, hey, he's leaning down, gonna play outside. Now he's beefing up. That's the positive. It's just, you he know, does look bigger, by the way. When Von Miller gains 20 pounds when he's suspended, oh yeah, I put on 20 pounds of muscle. It's just normally the, the total 180 spin job, it's, you know, hey, five years removed, maybe some people have moved on. This is like a year later and we're just expected to buy the complete opposite story but of what that, they asked us to buy last that's year. That's why this is the silly season and you take it for what it is. That's why you can't take any stock in the months May, June, and July. Just wait till the season, man. This is the silly season. These are OTAs. This is conjecture based on potential. Guys running around in shorts and, and people arriving and jumping to conclusions now? Really? Why? Well, it still makes me mad. It makes me mad when we get put forth this kind of bunk that we're expected to believe. It's like, well, you told me the opposite last year. Were you lying last year or are you lying this year? Which one is it? Well, and the, the thing you got into yesterday, Manchester, about this, this Paxton Lynch thing and this Vance Joseph says, you know, he's not relaxing and he backpedals and, you know, Cliss gets the story out about how great Paxton looks at OTAs. Why all of a sudden are you believing the Vance Joseph that Paxton looks good? It felt like yesterday at the end of the show you were saying. No, I'm, I'm not believing it. What I'm saying, what my, what I was saying yesterday was, why can't that be true? Because nobody bought it. Everybody that I saw on Twitter was, oh, what a joke. What's he, what's he improving at, uh, uh, Xbox? You know, just the, the constant mm-hmm. jabs. Whereas if it was something about Trevor Simeon a year ago, boy, that would have been just, look at this. He's going to be a pro bowler. Or if it's CJ Anderson's going to rush for 2000 yards, the, a narrative we've been hearing since Selvin Young in this town. Oh, 2000 yards. Like it just, happens all the time um it's it just it's funny to me that with some guys when the positive stories come out everybody jumps on them with other guys when the positive stories come out it's no way that's true well, why do you think that is though uh i i think that there's a 
predisposition in this town to not like Paxton Lynch. It's what, not what, based on what we've seen. Why, it's why not. do you think that is? It's not based on what we've seen because what we saw during Trevor Simeon's first year as the starter, what we saw during Trevor Simeon's first training camp when he quote-unquote won the job and he threw two pick sixes and it should have been three in, in preseason, it wasn't what we saw. Why it was you, what we're told over and you, over and over again. Why do you think there exists a predisposition? Because some people in the media like one guy and don't like the Wh- other. Why? You tell me. Because the guy's probably not super friendly that's, to him. That's false. Doesn't give him doesn't that's, give him uh, good sound bite. That's 100 percent false. Well, why is it? Why do they like him and one guy and not like the other? That. Paxton's friendly. He's a he's, he, okay. So why do they why do they not I, like? I'm one asking guy? you. You're the one who's making the allegation. I'm, I'm not. I'm, just, I'm not making an allegation. I'm stating what has happened. That's what's happened. That's but you what's said occurred. That, you said they're predisposed. I disagree wholeheartedly. I don't think, I think fans are predisposed because they've heard over and over and over again from members of the media what a lazy right, so bozo say, Paxton Lynch. So you say members of the media predisposed? I'm telling you right right off the bat, they're not. Paxton talks to people. Paxton's okay. a likable guy. No, I'm, I'm, with no, no, no. I'm with Manchester. Can I tell you a quick story? You know who was? You know who didn't talk to the media? Trevor. You know who talked to the media? Paxton. Fine. So let me let me walk you through what I witnessed last year at training camp, and you explain it to me then. So the one day it's raining and the practice is in the facility. Yep, I remember was it well. the, Was the day Paxton Lynch threw the ball out of bounds on yep. fourth down and left a mark on the wall, right? Mm-hmm. And on goal line situation. That's all we heard about over and over and over and over again. The end of practice was four-minute drill. Trevor Simeon went three and out. Paxton Lynch converted. He and Emmanuel Sanders had their celebration where they turned and like, you know, did that shoulder high five thing or whatever. Did anybody down there? You want to, you want to know? Did anybody the down there tell us that happened or did they just focus on, Hey, here's a funny photo of the ball mark on the side of the wall? Well, do you want to so know why? The reason? the reason is because that play was so ridiculously bad that that took precedence over any other play during. No, it's uh, not, I mean, it's not, it's not reporting actually what happened. Okay. It's but not. If you, I'm just trying to tell you. The mindset, I believe, on why that was overplayed versus the other stuff, because it was so ridiculously bad that that's going to catch most of the attention. That's all. I mean, it, no one's got an agenda here, dude. Okay. No, no one's got an agenda. I mean, okay. I know I you guys want to believe well, this. Can I, I know, can I tell you a quick story? I, I know you that guys, you guys want to tell the world that you I watched know, nine practices so last year. So what's the agenda this and, year, and guys? And would what's sit the there and watch guys watch it and watch my Twitter account and not see them accurately reporting what's happening. All right, so nine different times. A prominent member of the sports media who's on these airwaves all the mm-hmm. time, he or she said to me at camp last year after Trevor spoke and Paxton spoke, Man, I love listening to Trevor, and dang, I can't stand listening to Paxton. That's an agenda right there. It well, just is. Well, how's that an agenda? That's a remark. That's a that's a comment. I mean, that's and then this an person's re- that this person's reporting may have been reflected in said agenda. I, you know, listen, you're going to hear this in my top ten lies in sports. There's no such thing as objectivity in sports. It doesn't it doesn't exist. Even those who say that they're objective journalists, it doesn't exist. Okay, that get that out of the way right now. But I, I'm tired of you guys coming on these airwaves and trying to drum up, oh, my God, let's wait for the next agenda. Guys, I'm at the same practice as you're at, all right? I mean, let's, let's not play this game. Just watch. If you disagree with someone, fine, disagree, but don't say it's an agenda. I mean, an agenda is a pretty... Okay, that's fine. So that's last a year... Spurious, that's that's a big time. Wow, you're driving an agenda. Why? Wait, come on. Last year during the, during his start at San Francisco, do you remember the play where Paxton Lynch missed Demarius Thomas coming across the middle on a drag route that would have been a first down and it got tweeted over and over and over again? And then the next week I had the play of, well, here's Trevor Simeon missing the guy wide open in the flat for, for, for a first down. And I said, why is nobody tweeting this one? 
So answer that question. Why don't you tweet it? I did, but why okay, is nobody else tweeting it? You just did. Why is nobody else harping what, on it? What do you care what everybody else does? You're, you're reporting the news. Go no, ahead. No, I'm providing you evidence of, of an agenda. If you're, if you're, if you're an objective reporter, you're covering both of them. If you're, if okay. you have an agenda, you point out one so, guy's flaw so and don't point guess. out when the other guy let does the guess. exact same thing. Let me guess. The agenda this year will be that every reporter's out there to make Case Keenum look good. I don't know what the agenda That's is what yet. That's the agenda is going to be. I haven't figured it out yet because they haven't been that pumping oh, it to me yet. I guarantee that's what it's going to be. You're going to come on these airways. Guys, every reporter there likes Case Keenum, and they don't like Pascal. Okay, that's, that's fine. That's an agenda. That's fine, Vic. And I told, I, I said everybody's agenda was to pump up Trevor Simeon. Who was right? All those people who told us how damn good Trevor Simeon was going to be or me? Who was mm-hmm. right? About what? Trevor Simeon. Who's now the backup in Minnesota? He got run out of town because the Broncos were terrible last year. You were dead wrong about Paxton. I'll say it for the one thousandth time, and we should have Marty go through and pull it all the time. I've never said Paxton was going to be great ever, not one time. What I said was it was a road to nowhere and a waste of time for two years to play Trevor Simeon instead of getting Paxton Lynch some experience. So in fact, I was one hundred percent right about Paxton Lynch. If we actually look at my take as opposed to just saying i'm the guy who said paxton lynch was going to be great because i've never said it one time not once uh chris has a question on the text line guys given chester's interest yesterday in the hours that von miller keeps would love to hear his thoughts on how john gray struggles might be related to a lack of sleep if we found out john gray if you missed it yesterday uh, manchester went full manchester on sleep patterns if we found out john gray was up playing call of duty Till three o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. Do you think it would be fair at this point to say, well, that's probably not a good idea. Yeah. Would that be fair or not fair? Or should we just all say, well, I don't, we don't know what's going no, on. That's fair. He's got great stuff. That's very much fair. Yeah. You're getting nice texts as well. This guy says Manchester is a hundred percent right again, especially about the fans. They take their cues from what they read slash hear. Exactly. And that's yeah. why it makes me mad. That's the part of it Vic, that you and I go round and round and round on. Cause you're always like, well, why are you upset? I'm upset because these people have a huge platform and fans don't take the time or don't even need to take the time to sit there and go, is this balderdash? No, they think if nine news is saying it, it's true. And it's not. That's my problem. I don't know why you're not up- upset when pro- propaganda is just being put forth. Propaganda that bothers ha- me. Propaganda happens everywhere. Guess what? Fine. Guess what? We have propaganda on this show. Okay, give me an example. We can't be openly honest about all of our teams. Bull. <laughs> Well, we can't. How many times we, we can't? And how many had, times the had this first year we were on did I rip the we Nuggets can't. for playing my, for playing Jameer we, Nelson over that, and over that, and that over is where and over? You and I will uh, will go to the grave fighting. I don't want to hear you rip other media when you have to rip ourselves for the same exact reason. Did I not rip Jameer Nelson the, the Nuggets for playing Jameer Nelson? Did I? And here's the you, other thing. You know you what did. I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Here's the other thing. Yeah. I also am free to admit and will tell people, hey, I work for the same company that owns the Nuggets, the Avs, the Rapids, and the Mammoth. Sure. I do. Does Mike Kliss come out and say, hey, I'm in their back pocket? No. He acts like he's independent. I'm not That's de- my beef. I'm not defending these people. That's my beef. I'm not defending these people. All I'm saying is this. You know the Brian Colangelo story that we spent three hours talking about yesterday? Yeah. If that were a Nugget person, would we be talking about it for three hours? Probably not. No. End of story. We That's have an not agenda. End of story. We are propagandists like everybody else. No. You are what you are. We are what we are. Let's just be honest and forthright. That's the truth. You know it and I know it. I totally disagree truth. with you. It's not the truth. It's not the truth. 
If, 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 if people know that I work for the same people that own the Nuggets and they can connect the dots of why are they not talking about Nuggets GM who did what Brian Colangelo did, that's above board. That's above board. That's my problem. I just with think, it. you know, we're trying to deliver this whole truth thing and it does. When you get to our top 10 list, which is coming up shortly at 8.15, maybe you'll have a better of understanding why I think the way I do. Because everybody lies in sports. And if you understand it going in, it's going to make you a better sports fan. Trust me. Okay. When coaches say things, they're lying. I don't think every fan realizes that. So the fact okay. that you're well, pointing it out is good and helpful. A little bit more often then. Well, that's what we're here for. Top of the hour, it's 8.02. you got the Vic Lombardi Show. We're coming back with our Power 5 question of the day. D. All Sports Station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Friday, the Colorado Rapids are at Dick's Sportage Park to host the Vancouver Whitecaps. Broadcast time is 7 o'clock with Connor Cape on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver. Home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche. Denver's All Sports Station. Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. This ball hit high in deep left field. Take a good look. You won't see it for long. That's a nice start. This one's from Weatherman on the text line 30933. The difference between this propaganda and other news is that we as fans are not able to see OTAs. We rely on media and their agendas. Good point there. OTAs, but guess what? OTAs are not seen by the media either. They get one open practice, and from there they jump to conclusions, which is why I always mock the whole OTA thing. This is why I, I supported what Von Miller said the other day when he said, this is just OTAs. We're just out here messing around. This, don't take this real. It's not real. I've always said that. I hate storylines this time of year because this leads to arguments. This is why we're arguing because people come up with storylines. It does, and it's why I've always said it's silly when people give the argument of, well, you can't be right because you're not down there. Really? I'm not down there watching this crap? Exactly. You're not missing much. What am I missing? Let me tell you that. I was down there on what day were we? You and I were down there on Tuesday. We're there Tuesday. You missed nothing. No, I didn't. I know I didn't miss anything. You missed nothing. And and look, there is something to be gleaned from being there. I will admit that. There's also a benefit in not being there because mm-hmm. you're not part of the group thing. Yeah. Both are valuable perspectives when we're evaluating this team. Can you imagine if you had that much attention that is thrust upon the Broncos at an off-season activity at another sports and an- another team? And t- if you had that much attention, well, yeah, that actually happened at my softball game the other night. It was really? a big deal. Yeah, you have cameras game tonight. Yeah, a lot of people out there. What's that? You got a game tonight? Yeah, we do. Uh, trying to recruit Marty O to fill in, actually. Oh, wow, good. desperation yeah. at its peak. Time now for our Power 5 question of the day. What can we not get enough of today? So hot right now. Let's dive into the Power 5. Brought to you by Johnson Auto Plaza, where first-time buyers become lifetime customers every day. John, this is completely against the rules. You have a wedding and a reception to seal the deal, period. There's no overtime. You better lock it up. No, you lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Lock it up. Wedding crashers. What a great motion picture. Will Ferrell crashed the Wedding Crashers. He had the best role in that entire flick. Why are we doing this? So we want to know, 30933, the wedding you want to crash. Hit us up on the Altitude 950 text line. You could go to any wedding in the world. Which one would you crash? 30933. Because Vic and Manchester will extend this to you too. We were oh, all thanks. invited 
to crash a wedding this Saturday night in downtown Denver. Wait a minute. How do you get invited to crash a wedding? If you're invited, you're not crashing the wedding. Well, it's my guy. Exactly. It's my guy, Sean Murphy. He said I could use his name. We exchanged some DMs last night. He uh, has officially invited us to crash his wedding in downtown Denver this Saturday night. So we'll do this on air, a formal invitation. Vic, Manchester, what are your plans this Saturday? Because I'll do it if one of you will do Again, it Again, you're me. not officially crashing anything if they expect you to be there. Right. If you're invited, you're not yeah, crashing. If they know who you are and, and that you've been invited, how is that crashing a wedding? Well, we didn't get invited until after 9 when the dance floor opens and the open bar starts. So we're not oh. allowed to go to the ceremony. So that's why it's more of a crashing thing. We're Have just you guys to the ever crashed a wedding or a party or anything of that nature? Yeah. When, when we when we go on the road, when we used to go on the road with the Broncos, uh Saturday nights at these hotels, they'd always have some conference you know, some company, there'd be food out. Yeah. Well, needless to say, we'd get to the food. So we always crash something. It was too easy to do, right? Yeah. You had to. Yeah. Because if you act like you're supposed to be there, most people aren't going to say anything. If you wear a suit anywhere and just walk around and eat like you belong, yeah, nobody will bother you. I've done it twice. One time it went very well, and one time uh, the bride and groom confronted us at the bar and were very happy. What happened? It just oh turned into goodness. a, you're not invited, who are you? Where you, was this? It was at a, it was like at a hotel in DTC. I don't remember why it was at the hotel, but we're like, ah, oh, yeah, we'll go over to that. And it was a ugly confrontation, wanting money for the drinks we'd had, all sorts of stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that was the last time I did it. Okay. Were you but talking to people or just sitting in the corner drinking? No, we were, we were, we would get a drink and then we'd go out and we'd dance and we'd <laughs> hang out. <laughs> and what so, year was this? That's oh, I don't know. I never it was, it was pre-kids, so it's been, I don't know, 13, 14 years ago. That's an amazing That's story, great. Manchester. I might not have even been married. We may have just yeah. been dating at the time. All right, so we are officially invited, and I, I know you guys don't want to answer this on air, but I'm going to please beg you, will you go with me on Saturday? Or do you have plans? I, I have I, plans. I, I'd, I'd be honest with you, probably a hundredth on my list of things to do. Would be to crash a wedding with HW on a Saturday night. I, if we were crashing a wedding and we weren't invited to crash the wedding, I'd be then, more tempted. Yeah, then the, then the adventure begins. I think part of it too is it's got to be spontaneous. Like what you're just I, there. What would I rather do more? Go watch HW play softball or go crash a wedding with HW? Softball. Probably softball. Yeah. Come, we, we have to, we have to make no effort. Yeah. We sit in the stands and drink beer. Yeah. yeah. In so. all seriousness though, I'm considering doing this. Because this is a legitimate invite, so I need your guys' advice. Should I do it or should I don't have plans well, wait a Saturday minute. night? Part of the thrill of crashing a wedding is the chance of getting caught and getting tossed. You have no chance of getting caught and tossed. You were invited to do it. And the other thing that bothers me about what you just said is I don't have plans Saturday night. I hate plan guy. You know, like I always have to have plans. I don't know what the hell I'm doing Saturday night, and yeah. I don't care. Well, I have plans Friday night and Sunday. Is, the beauty so is when Saturday, Saturday night arrives, I'm going to have, I'm not going to be looking at a clock saying, I can do whatever the hell I want. What do you mean plans? You're what kind of an OBO guy. What are plans? Or plans like Friday a, and plans Sunday. Plans. What? What? Or best offer. That's what you're doing. Yeah. Whatever my best offer is. Yeah, I'm whatever up. I feel like doing, I'll do. If I'm not doing a function of some sort, I'm not already tied into something. Well, I just created plans well, for we, you. We have plans. I, uh, I, I'll be passing because it's not a true crashing. Otherwise, I might be interested in it. Uh, this one from the text line, 5215. On vacation in Mexico, me and my girlfriend crashed a wedding reception, food, drinks, dancing, everything. That could be dangerous in a foreign country, my friend. 
That could be very dangerous. Would you uh confront someone if they were crashing your wedding? I wouldn't know. We have so many people. Yeah. But weddings. let's say you knew. You're like, well, I know that guy's not supposed to be here. Probably. You would. I wouldn't be a jerk about it. I'd be saying, hey, dude, come on. I know you're having a good time, but yeah. you know, this is for I us. would just play the, hey, did you bring a gift? If you brought a gift, you can say. Yeah. You know, you kind of make light of it, It's right? open bar. Everybody's having a good time. You don't right. want to confront and run into them like that person. Oh, my you. gosh. These, these two is like, well, they're going to have a fun time together because they're confrontation Joe and Judy over here. Did you pull your wallet up? Pay for your drinks? You know, I don't remember if we did or didn't. I think yeah. we just bailed. Uh, Nash writes in, if there's one wedding I'm crashing, it's a keep to leaves. That would be, as the kids yeah. say, lit. That would be a fun one. Uh, there's a, a baseball one. game Saturday night, writes the texter. Plans. <laughs> Pretty good. Hashtag plans. <laughs> Manchester, whose wedding you want to crash? Oh, like it, it would have to be big. Like the royal wedding would have been a fun one to try and Why crash. Why would you want to crash that? That'd yeah, but boring. you couldn't get into that. Well, that was, that's, it's the it's the challenge of it. It's like the guy that sneaks that? into every Super Bowl. That's right? how you get yourself shot, though, man. Trying to crash that thing. Do you know how many people were armed? Okay, but like back in the day, you don't think it would have been fun to like crash the you know Nixon's daughter's wedding or whatever when that would happen? That'd be fun. Again, that's how you get yourself shot. I don't know. Who's who's getting married? Who's who should I be interested in here? That's getting married. I don't. Know. I don't follow the pop culture world. I don't. I mean, I don't really care about who it is. It's a, as long as there's an open bar, I'm crashing it. As long as the food. The good. one we're invited to on Saturday, by the what? way, is open bar. What 150 the, plus. What was the wedding last year or the year before where they had helicopters surrounding the premises? They didn't want any media there. They sold the wedding rights to a magazine. Photos. What was the Bachelor? Well, then, remember Clooney got, George Clooney got married no, no, in like no, no. This Italy? A, yeah, there's somebody else. It was like big time. Well, there was a big bachelor wedding in Colorado from the TV show and they did that because they wanted to film it only for the TV and show. And didn't Bill Gates book like the entire island of Lanai? Here, here's my answer. If I wanted to crash a wedding, I'd want to crash one of Mark Mosier's seven weddings. <laughs> so if you miss, messed it up, exactly. just do the next one. Just go one. to the next one. Just wait for Mark Moser to get married again and crash that wedding. We should have crashed Marty O's wedding. Dude. And we didn't know him well enough. Now That's we absolutely more Marty, reason. Marty, what if some randos showed up at your place? Did, did you know everybody at your wedding, by the way? Yeah, we had a smaller wedding. I would have definitely asked for them to pay for the drinks. <laughs> is, that a, is that an IPA? That's $6. Fork it over. Especially if you're paying for your own wedding. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's not cheap. Uh, just a quick poll. Uh, do you have plans this weekend? Jesse, what are your plans Saturday night? I'll actually be at a wedding, not that wedding, but one in wow. Colorado Springs. Wow. Yes. Have, uh, Marty, what are your plans on Saturday? I got a, I'm an OBO guy. Yeah. I'm waiting for that. Uh, Manchester plans? No. Nothing. Yeah. Uh, Will's got an open night. No plans. Yep. He's got a free night plans. in his, uh, day planner. So do you sit there and look at your calendar like week in, week, and you just check mark what you got going on? I don't want to tell you the real reason on air I have plans this oh, weekend. Okay. Cause you're, you're gonna rip me for it for weeks and weeks and weeks Damn. and I learned my lesson on the clay court. The freedom of just living. Oh, when we come oh, back, hear it. it is the list the mics are of all lists. We do this every Tuesday, Thursday. Today's topic, the top ten lies in sports. This hour is brought to you by CDOT. Join the cannabis conversation. How do you feel about marijuana and driving? Is drug driving a problem? Join the cannabis conversation at ColoradoCannabisConvo.com. ColoradoCannabisConvo.com. 
Hey there, Denver. It's Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50. And now is the time to talk with your kids about the dangers of alcohol, marijuana, and other drugs, including the misuse of prescription drugs. Start the conversation and let your kids know that you want what's best for their future. Find conversation starters, tips, and other resources at speaknowcolorado.org. Now is the time to talk. Visit speaknowcolorado.org to learn more. This Legal Minute is brought to you by Bell & Pollock Personal Injury Lawyers at championsofthepeople.com. Hi, I'm Gary Bell with the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We're here for you, and this is your Legal Minute. You know, when you've been injured in a car crash, it's not an ordinary day or event for you. You call the insurance adjuster. They know what to say. They know what to do. Do you? Probably not. They have a script on questions they're going to ask you. They're going to ask you to sign a few forms. Should you sign the forms? Do you really know what to do? You can call us at any time and we'll explain it to you. You can have a free initial consultation with Bell and Pollock. You can go to our website, championsofthepeople.com. That's championsofthepeople.com. And there's a button that you can hit that's a 30-minute show on what you need to know before you ever make the first phone call to the insurance adjuster for the person who just creamed you. Bell and Pollock, championsofthepeople.com will help you. For your Bell and Pollock legal game plan, visit championsofthepeople.com. This month, Shop Automotive is doing something incredible. They're honoring our active military and veterans by making a $5,000 donation to the Danny Dietz Foundation. And they're doing it at all Shop dealerships. So if you're in the market for a BMW, Honda, Mini, or one of hundreds of pre-owned vehicles across the Shop campus, you can feel good knowing you're doing business at a Colorado company that gives in their own backyard. Shomp Automotive. One price, one person, one hour. Rockies baseball is back with a season full of great promotions, theme dates, and 25th anniversary events to choose from. So whether you want to see Nolan Arenado make that mind-blowing play or Charlie Blackman get that clutch hit, go to Rockies.com today to catch the thrill of Rockies baseball in person. Denver's real estate market is booming, and you may be able to cash in with an investment in yourself and your career. Axiom Academy will train you to be a successful, in-demand, certified home inspector. A part-time schedule could earn you upwards of $85,000 a year. One recent grad is already making more than 700 bucks a day. The next course starts June 4th. Start investing in yourself. Visit LearnWithTheAcademy.com for more information. That's LearnWithTheAcademy.com. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N the number one.com the u.s senior open championship returns to colorado springs during the broadmoor centennial celebration don't miss your chance to see tom watson fred couples davis love the third kenny perry bernhard longer and john daly as they compete for the most sought after title in the senior game ticket prices start at just twenty dollars get yours today at 2018 us senior open.com 
Altitude 950 traffic update. An accident clearing northbound I-25 at the Thornton Parkway at one point had all lanes blocked. They are opening lanes. The right lane is open. Traffic is brought to you by UMA Office. That accident impacting your speeds on westbound 270 approaching I-25 and I-76 westbound is stop and go 88 to 270. UMA Office is the most reliable, simplest to use, easiest to install business phone and it's perfect for five employees or 50. Just 1995 per user per month. More at OOMA.com. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. I've been proud of Faxon. You know, Faxon's worked hard. You know, he's not relaxing. Right? Not relaxing. So you guys know it's not relaxing. He's, he's competing. He wants to be a great player. You know, he's, he's a young player that's, that's getting better and better every single day. You know, I was with Alex Smith in his third year and it wasn't pretty, but Alex, now you take Alex, right? So he just needs time to, to work on his uh, craft. I don't know, even at his worst, I remember Alex Smith. He, he was pretty good. I mean, you could always see the potential in Alex Smith, right? You could see it. He proved it on the field. Now Alex Smith got himself a healthy little contract with the Washington Redskins. Jerry from Julesburg on the text line, 30933. This is taking it a bit too far, Jerry. I once crashed a wedding in one of those big mansions near City Park. My friend and I went into the gift room and started changing tags on the gift, so each gift had a different name tag and card on it. Ooh, man. Yeah, that's that's going too far. If, uh, that's being a menace. If Mama Lombardi caught you doing that when she keeps an ample list of gifts, whew, that's no good. You'd have been in trouble big time. Uh, the wedding I was thinking of, by the way, that was, um, had helicopters and security everywhere. Nobody can get in or out was the, uh, Kanye West wedding. Uh huh. Kanye and Kim? They got married here? No. Oh. No, that was the guy. I don't know where it was. I thought you were talking yeah, about a wedding. Yeah, they got here. married in Longmont. I was like, why would Gaudier and Kim get married in Colorado? I don't understand the premise of the question though. Of what wedding would you like to crash? Well, that would lead you to believe it would be a, oh a big wedding, and then as soon and as, as I mentioned the big wedding, it's right. like well you can't get into that. Yeah. You'll get shot. Well, then what is it? Like, what kind I, of wedding? I guess I want to. Uh, it's the Jones Bartholomew wedding. Like, <laughs> what, what, what's the answer here? <laughs> I don't know. I guess we were thinking sports ties. Like, you know what? If Von Miller got married in town, I'm sure that would be a heck of a party. Okay. Um, what I about cra- Blood of the Sea? I, hey, hey, I crashed, uh, <laughs> I crashed the Broncos Super Bowl 50 party. Perfect. I crashed that. I was there when Wade Phillips was dancing hip hop. Just roll right in, right? Roll, walked right in and everybody was kind and courteous because they just won a championship. They weren't yeah. going to kick me out of there. Everybody's in a good mood. Yeah. It was fun. Well, what? you also ended up on a fire truck. I crashed that parade. <laughs> I was in the crowd, and all of a sudden, you know, it's like, oh, there's Peyton. That's cool. And then all of a sudden, I was like, how did Vic get on a fire truck? Didn't surprise me one bit. Yeah. Gee, uh, Peyton played golf with Tiger yesterday. I did. They were right. 11 under. Peyton said he was uh, nervous. Really? Yeah. It would take a lot for Peyton Manning to be nervous. But he was in that nervous. Set, well, that just goes to show you, when you're playing a different sport, especially golf, he he just couldn't, the, the amount of people in the gallery made him nervous watching him hit. I wouldn't be able to hit. I'd I'd be like, oh my god, I'm gonna kill somebody. Well, don't you because don't you think it's because you get nervous because you're afraid of looking foolish? Yes, and when you're not properly prepared, you get nervous right. when you know you're not prepared. Right. And in golf, there's always that question: Am I properly prepared? Right. It's always there that he's not used to that situation, yeah. and there's a chance Peyton Manning could look foolish if he does something really bad. Yeah. He 
just hooks one into the gallery. That's on Sports Center. Yes. Oh, and yeah. that's a meme and that's lasting forever. Yes. Well, and there's a lot of places around town where if you tee off on one, you're teeing off near like where people are having lunch and stuff. Yeah. And I get that feeling like yeah. I don't belong here. I probably shouldn't be here. And if I need to hit this drive, at least respectably, because if not, all these people eating lunch. Right, are I, I just want you to imagine yourselves on the tee box, name the course, and you have a huge gallery that lines the side of the tee box. About a hundred yards deep. I tell him to move because I'm going to duck hook it into him. Well, I've seen you swing it. You'd, you'd kill anybody. Yeah. You'd kill people three holes over. Oh, yeah. But would you be able to hit the ball? Maybe not. I don't know if I'd be able to swing. I don't know that I would be either. I, you know how when you're on a, a track and, you know, when you're on the field during yeah. track and field and like for the hammer throw and stuff, they have like the V-shaped setup. By That's way, how I would need the gallery. Speak of, speaking of an old archaic event. The hammer throw. The yeah. shot put. Who's the defending? Really? Olympic you really need to throw a steel ball? Hammer throw champ. I don't know. We don't really know. What's, what's the whole point of the shot put? Let's just throw the steel ball as far as we can. It's a feat of strength, Vic. Come on. It's, it, come on. It is kind of silly. That's another day. Time now for the list of all lists. The Vic Lombardi Show presents. Most for dramatic effect. The list of all lists. Here's number 10. This list is the top 10 lies in sports. You hear stuff like this all the time, and I'm here to tell you it's a lie. Don't believe it. It's a false narrative. Okay, number 10. You hear this all the time. Come August, preseason football is great. It's constructive. It's necessary. No, it's not. It's a moneymaker. It is what it is. The regular season ticket prices for exhibition football games. That's what it is. All right? You're paying regular season prices for fake football. Do they play college games that don't count? No nope. season. Yeah, true. But at the beginning of the year, they don't, which no. makes your point. It's yeah. unnecessary. We pay for it because our appetite for pigskin is irrepressible. We pay for it because we want to hold on to those season tickets. We pay for it because we have to. That's why. Yeah. Next. Here's number nine. The DH is great. No, it's not. It's stupid. Let the pitchers hit. Let's see if they throw at batters when they have to step in the box the very next inning. And I get it. They're not professional hitters like the, the D. But two different rules for two different leagues. Drop the DH. Let the pitchers hit. You won't see as many guys get plunked. Teach a pitcher to freaking swing. Big deal. Is that asking a lot? If Otani can do it, so can your pitcher. Heck, Kyle Freeling the other night had the best hit of the, of the game. He can hit. If you can't hit, that's on you. It'd be like the Eastern Conference not having a three-point line. It's like one conference in hockey, not, not just no no power plays in this conference. Yeah. We're going to do without the power yeah. play. It's, That's stupid. It's silly. I'm with you. It's two ridiculous. different rules for two different leagues for all this time? That's foolish. Just get rid of the DH. Make it easy. Next. Here's number eight. I hear this often in Sports Talk Radio, and it just drives me crazy. Coaching is overrated. Players League, coaching's overrated. That, that, that is so wrong, so wrong on every level, because coaching, if you think about it, is more important now than ever. When you're trying to appeal to a young mind, if you can find a coach who can speak the player's language, you will win more than you lose. You have a huge advantage. You have to find that coach who can speak their language. Think of your favorite all-time coach right? at, at any level. Think about it. What, what, what could he do? 
He could motivate. He could inspire. He could get to you somehow, some way. He spoke your language. That's the most effective coach. Coaching at every level has never been more important than it is right now. And I'll give you a couple names. John Fox and Brian Shaw. Those are two names locally that they just weren't good fits for the teams they well, were coaching. Well, let me ask you this. If Nick Saban got the job in Boulder, how long till the Buffs are a national title contender? Coaching is important. And that's You're no right. not knock on Mike McIntyre, but they would be a national title contender within five years. Coaching is what it is. The good coaches get paid what they get paid because they're great coaches. Yep. Next. Here's number seven. Again, a common narrative and a theme you hear thrown around, especially from non-sports fans. I have to argue this all the time when I go to weddings. Pro athletes are overpaid. I am so tired of hearing that line. Do pro athletes make a ton of money? Ridiculous money? I mean, like funny money? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, they do. That's because they can do something that less than 1%, less than that, .001% of all human beings can do. And they do it at the highest level. Don't hate the player. Hate the game. Because guess what? We eventually pay those salaries. They make that kind of money because we pay that kind of money. In the end, it all falls downhill. It comes from us to them. They do something we can't. Things we can only dream of. Don't blame them that they make all that money. It's supply and demand. It's the same reason why a uh, actress or an actor makes exactly big money right. or a musician exactly. makes big Is money. Is it right? No. Is it right that an athlete makes a hundred times more than an elementary school teacher who has my children's future in his or her hands? Is that fair? No. Of course not. Of course it's not fair. But it's not fair to blame the athlete. They're doing something that we can't do. Well, in what way is that not fair? I don't well, understand. It's because that. life isn't fair, right? Well, yeah, because, a, because I want, lesson. I want my kid to prepare for the world with, in the best possible way. I get I want, it. I want the best teachers. I want, I want them paid well enough to know that they're going to be ready for the world. I understand that. And I don't mean this disrespectfully, but how many people can shoot like Steph Curry? I get it. How I many people it. can teach second grade? Well, how many can teach it effectively? Well, that's a different question, but yeah. still more than can shoot like Steph Curry. Think about your greatest teachers ever, your best teachers ever. I mean, I, I have two in mind. I couldn't pay them enough money. I could not pay them the way they prepared me for the world, above and beyond. I'm just saying it's supply and demand. A lot more people can do one than can do the other. That's Next. All. Here's number six. Number six on my list in that same vein, money. Uh, I hear this often, and I'm not just saying it because, well, let me just say it. You hear them, oh, well, those owners are greedy. They won't spend for the owners are greedy. No, no, no. Some are. Some owners are greedy. But you know what? Most owners are just very sound businessmen. Because these aren't charities they're operating. These are businesses. Pro sports is a business. And if I were running a business, I would want to make money. As soon as you come to grips with that as a fan, that this is a business first and money is first, you'll become a better fan. I know it's hard for you to understand sometimes. Why don't they just go pay for this guy? Or why don't they just unload this? Because it's a business first. Now, you may not like the way said owner runs the business. But I have no qualms with owners making money. I don't either. I don't have any qualms with that. I do think there's a way to do both. You can spend within the what the maximum that the rules will allow and still make money. So I think you can hold them accountable if you think they're being cheap. But you're right. If you had a $2 billion asset, you're not going to just have it not make money. You're going to make money off of it or you're going to sell it. 
Well, let me take a page from Marty O's book, who suggested, is football really necessary in Cincinnati? They really deserve a team. Yeah. You know that Dan was Dan Tanner. Tanner, right? Oh, was it Tanner? Filling in for Marty O. Uh, Marty O. Smiley would, kid. I'll Marty O would Marty never ask Don't such sully a, my name like that. Asinine question. Well, I mean, what is the Brown family known for in Cincinnati? Being cheap. Being cheap for years. Mm-hmm. Well, would you rather be cheap or have a football team in Cincinnati? What would you rather have? Just curious. I'd rather have a football team, but that's got to be a maddening football team to have. Oh, it's got to be. But it is what it is, man. You know what? Go get your own football team. Nice Put a group together, Moj. go get your own football well, team. Well, that's, come on, that's a little flippant. Well, Moj is in a good mood this morning. It, yeah. You know, we, we all complain, and I complain myself. I, I agree. Oh, my God, I wish we can get this guy or that guy. And a business is business, brother. People complain for years about the Montforts. That's their business. They can do what they want to do. If you don't yeah. want to go, don't go. That's their business. I have no issues with how you run a business. You're not there for charity's sake. Well, there there is a little bit of it. We could go off on this topic for the rest All the of the show. All the civic duties, blah blah well, blah. No, no, hang on. If you're paying, if you're playing in a facility that we all paid for, yeah. you do have a civic but, responsibility to be second. competitive. Yeah, but what if I told you there are businesses that move here for tax credits and we pay for those? I understand that. So and then, what? Amazon wants to come here. We're going to give Amazon a sweetheart deal to move here, right? And We're why? We're going to give them tax credits. And why? Because it's going to help business. It's, it's going to promote more money in the community. Right. The point is, you always got to give to get. So it's not just sports teams that get. Companies just, get all the time. It just can't be a one-way street. That's all. That's all. The rest of my list, the top ten lies in sports, coming up next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Here's what's in play on Altitude 950. Wine, dine, and golf with me, Vic Lombardi, and Mark Steron of National Jewish Health Night and Day Celebrity Golf Classic, presented by Remax and sponsored by Shanahan's. Guests and celebrities from Denver local sports teams wine and dine together at Shanahan's award-winning steakhouse and share the love of golf. The very next day, playing at the beautiful and exclusive Sanctuary Golf Course. Reserve your foursome at njhgolfclassic.org. Hi, we're here at Farland Classic Restoration in Englewood, Colorado. I'm joined by Jack Farland, the owner. So, Jack, you guys work on classic cars, right? That's right. We restore and service a lot of classics. So what's up with this BMW 7 Series right here, then? Well, we do over-the-top detail projects on newer cars. Our classic car owners drive regular cars. Well, that makes sense. This car looks brand new. That's the idea. It's actually a 2011. Our guys can clean, polish, condition the interior, clean up the engine bay. They're just incredible. It looks like it's right off the showroom floor. That's because we're doing applications of a highly advanced ceramic coating. After a thorough polishing, our trained technician applies two coats of this ceramic coating. Wow, that is glossy. It's not cheap, but it will make your paint look better than new, and it lasts a really long time. So lots of classics like these Ferraris and Porsches and detailing on newer cars. You can learn more at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook at Farland Classic Restoration. Nice. Can I drive that one? If you buy it. Hey there, Denver. It's your boy, Ryan Harris. Are you sore from running, hiking, playing piano, heck, even adulting? If you are, join me and many others by seeing our friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Center for Spine and Orthopedics has over 115 years of combined surgical and pain management experience. They do everything from hips, elbows, shoulders, and knees, all of which I've used after a 10-year career, 
And they have everything you need right where they are. MRIs, surgery, lab, x-rays, everything right on their premises. And that was huge for me as a parent with little time. So check out the Center for Spine and Orthopedics and their 200 Google reviews and testimonials from patients who love getting their care at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. And trust me, you will too. So give them a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at Center for spineandortho.com. Summer is coming and so is the heat. And at Bestway Insulation, their goal is to save you up to 50 to 70% off on your summer energy bill. New XL Energy rebates are available right now, making it affordable to insulate your home for the summer. And the best part, Bestway Insulation will do all the paperwork for you. Call today and learn more about how Bestway Insulation could save you up to 50 to 70% off on your summer energy bill. 303-469-0808. 303-469-0808. Bestway Insulation. 303-469-0808. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their home loans. They have helped tens of thousands of Coloradans. Now's the time to refinance. You can consolidate debt, pay off high interest rate credit cards, and save money each month. It only takes 10 minutes to pre-qualify, and you may close in as fast as 10 days. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're even thinking about refinancing or purchasing a home, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000. This is John Elway. See what they can do for you before the rates go up. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. Altitude Sports is your TV home of the Colorado Rapids. Tune in Friday as your Rapids look for a win at home against the Vancouver Whitecaps. Coverage starts Friday night at 6.30, only on Altitude Sports. The Altitude 950 Traffic Update. Northbound I-25 has been a difficult area so far this morning. Now, the highway has reopened at 84th Avenue after being shut down with accident investigation work. Traffic is brought to you by Lowe's, but damage done. Traffic is stopping around 58th Avenue up through to the Thornton Parkway. Also impacting your speeds on westbound 270 and westbound I-76 in the area. Shop Lowe's and get two bags of miracle Grow garden soil for just $12. Offer valid through 6-6. While supplies last, I'm Chris McLaughlin with Traffic on Altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Text us at 30933 to join the show. The list of all lists, top ten lies in sports. You heard the first six there before we went to break. And just to recap, ten through six. Lies in sports. Preseason football is necessary. We know that's a lie. The DH is great. What a fib. Coaching is overrated. Wrong. Pro athletes are overpaid. Wrong. All owners are greedy. Wrong. Just five common lies that I wanted to uh attack. I uh, have yet to disagree with you. Yeah, this has been a list that uh, has been pretty on point. We've had some debates on these things, but I'm, I like the first five. I'm excited to hear the next five. This isn't exactly mind-numbing great stuff. This isn't exactly like I've uh, reinvented something here. These are just common lies you hear, and I want to put an end to them. The next five top ten lies in sports. Here's number five. East Coast bias is not real. It's a fallacy. 
No, it's real. It, it is it is real. And, and I'm not blaming them for East Coast bias either. Because like it or not, the sun moves from east to west. Despite what Jared Goff thinks, right? Yeah. East to west. Yeah. But the sun actually the east. The sun actually doesn't I know, move. I know, I know. The earth rotates, whatever. You see it. Most of America's big cities are in the east. Most of the major markets are in the east. Most of the media live in the east. It's a real bias. It's not their fault. It's just the geography. When there's a game here on the west side of the country, they're probably not watching. They're sleeping. East Coast bias is alive and well. Not their fault. It just exists. It's there. It's always going to be there. Next. Here's number four. Real journalists, and I hinted at this earlier in the show, real journalists are unbiased. That is total bunk. Because we all have our biases. That's what makes us human. I've yet to meet an unbiased human being. I mean, that'd be a robot. That'd be a cyborg. All humans are biased. So are journalists. So when you read something, when you watch something, when you hear something, understand that it comes from a biased opinion. In strictly sports, or are you talking news, too? Everything. Life. And, and there's nothing wrong with being biased. I'm not saying they're wrong. There's a big distinction between fair and biased. You understand the difference between fair and biased. Fair is what you think. Bias is what you are. You yeah. understand the difference there? Yeah, but Bias I watch the NBC nightly are. news every night. I don't think they have an agenda. Hey, I'm not telling you I'm watching Fox News I'm not every saying, night. I'm watching I'm not, MSNBC I'm not every saying, night. I'm I watch not, the Lester Hold Holt. on a second. You, you're, you're confusing what I just said there. Okay. Bias doesn't mean you have an agenda. Bias is who you are. Bias is what, what you're made of. We all have our biases. You have red hair. You're biased toward people with red hair. Red hair. You just are. I can sympathize with them. Yeah, okay, so that's your that's a bias you have. I'm a small man. My favorite athletes in sports are guess what? Small men. Okay? That's a bias. You have a large head. Yes, I do. You probably appreciate Bruce Bochy. Big fan. Big fan. We yeah. all have our biases. They all exist. Every single one of us have a bias. Don't disagree with you. But you're talking about very innocent biases. Innocent well, hold on a if second. If you like Earl Boykins more than you like Andre Miller because he's the smallest guy on the court, okay. But there's a difference mm -hmm. between bias and bot, right? Now, look in the entertainment world. Yeah. How many people knew about Harvey Weinstein and didn't report it because his company was placing ads with their magazine? Of course. Magazine? Money, money trumped everything. But that's not bias. That's bot. Of course. That, that, I'm talking strictly on human bias, which we all possess. We all have it. Yes. Agreed. Mm. So when you read, I watch Richard Engel report on war every night, and I'm not sure he has bias. You don't think there's anything about him that is biased? Nothing. There's not one iota of bias in his reporting. It doesn't come off in his reporting, no. Good for you. I disagree. Next. Here's number three. Speed and strength are the most important attributes for any athlete. How wrong have we been for all these years? We're trying to make them faster stronger, better. The best athletes in the world already have all that stuff. That's why they're at that level. They've already won the genetic lottery. But guess what? Not all great athletes are smart. The wits, the brain, is the most important attribute of any athlete. LeBron James would not be LeBron James without his brain. There are a lot of people that have played in the NBA with LeBron's body. 
a lot better bodies. There are a lot of people that have had Wayne Gretzky's skills, Tom Brady's arm. But guess what they have? They have the brain. They're all smarter than their colleagues. And it's not book smarts, which is why I hate those predetermined tests at the combine. It is sports smarts. Sports smarts are much different than book smarts. The brain is the most important attribute for any athlete. Next. Here's number two. Mm. You disagreed with that one, huh? No, I just remember somebody telling me how Trevor Simeon was super smart. The Olympics provide the purest platform in all athletics. Guys, I think the the Olympic Games are close to being done. Wow. Yeah, yeah I, I think I think it's downright laughable to hear that comment that the Olympics provide the purest platform in sports. We've seen already the unbiased reports coming through. Most Olympic athletes are only as good as the money that supports them. Understand what I just said there. Most Olympic athletes are only as good as the money that supports them. The country and the amount of money that country's willing to spend for said athlete, said sport. I do think this. I think the Olympics as we know them are going to go away. Because at some point, countries are going to stop spending billions of dollars to build these facilities. For what? For For a bunch of events that most people don't care about. Yes. And for what? What what do you gain? For pride? It's going to be like four events. You're going to have gymnastics, track, swimming. Swimming. Mm -hmm. And then in the Winter Olympics, I don't, Winter Olympics could go away. Again, look at the cities that have recently hosted the Olympics. Then look at, look at those venues where they held those Olympic Games. W- what are they doing? Well, we all ignored the, the Winter Olympics in February or whenever it was. Like, I think that was a sign I, of the time. I don't even remember. I mean, nothing happened in Pyeongchang that is, was memorable. What's your greatest memory of Pyeongchang? It right was now, the, it was the girl, head. Kim or whatever, the 17 year old who won Kim, like Chloe day Kim. one. Well, and it was the opening ceremonies too. I mean, the show they put on was like, was phenomenal. I the, feel with bad the drones for the athletes. and everything. The, the athletes are working their butts off to get there. This is not to diminish what they've done, but I just think the Olympic Games, what it's about, what we're trying to spin, what we're trying to sell, the purity of sport. Uh, uh-uh, uh, that's gone. There's no purity there. I, I, I'm, gone. I'm with you. I think it's the gone. Olympics have crossed that tipping point, and most people just won't don't recognize it yet. You're right. And finally, the number one lie about sports. Here's number one. Athletes and coaches never pay attention to what's written about them. They never listen to sports radio. They don't watch local sports cast. No. <laughs> they got their eyes on the prize. They don't care what you say, what you read, what you write. That, my friends, as we've come to understand now through years and years of watching this stuff, is the biggest lie in sports. Most of them watch. Most of them read. Most of them pay attention. They're human beings. Okay? We learned it with Brian Colangelo yesterday, We right? know they're watching. We know they hear. We know. We know. We know everything. And if they're not, they have somebody who is and reporting to them. Wait, so you're telling me everything I say on everything these airwaves, we they're say. listening to. Everything we say, mm. everything we do, everything... You say eventually gets to them. A smart person understand that's important. You want to know what your customer base has to say. Yeah, but if you're the head coach of the Broncos, do you need to know what everybody's writing about your team? I don't say you need to know everything, but you have somebody that's on top of that for oh, you. Oh, they do. Oh, they boy. all do. They, oh, yeah. they all have had someone who, hey, I want a stack of press clippings every morning on my desk. Yeah. I, I wholeheartedly agree with you. But if you're, if you're VJ, do you care what we say or Kiz says. Well, I mean, why does it matter? Why does it matter? You shouldn't. You should you definitely should. Because in the grand scheme of things, who knows more about football? Me, you, or VJ? 
you would be VJ does obviously you would be better off to have that person pulling stories from the city you're going to go play or from other teams because maybe you can glean something about what's going on. There. Who cares what they're saying about your team? Who cares? You don't think VJ likes being challenged on his clock management and, and how he needs to actively improve sure. that this season? You think that's, that he's going to go, oh, man, that's the third press clipping I've read about that. I should work on that. Yeah. I don't think that's how it works. Yeah, I don't Maybe. think so either. I, think I don't know. We live in a bubble. They live in a bubble. Our bubbles are vastly different. Anyway, I'd love to get your thoughts on that list, what you agree, disagree. I've already got several on the text line saying I'm an idiot, but that's great. That's what we do. We are all biased in some way. It's 844. you got the Vic Lombardi Show. Nate Kreckman. It is incredible that Brian Colangelo, general manager of an NBA team, he has thin enough skin that he felt the need to create multiple Twitter multiple. accounts, stories about his players that would undermine them and absolve him. Ryan Harris. A tweet like this, I'll turn a fact, Joel Embiid is not the future of the franchise, so who cares if he's not 100%? Let's exploit him. Are you insane? <laughs> Kreckman and Harris, 3 to 6, on Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. This Legal Minute is brought to you by Bell & Pollock Personal Injury Lawyers at championsofthepeople.com. Hi, I'm Gary Bell of the law firm of Bell & Pollock. We are injury attorneys. We're here to help you. This is your Legal Minute. Today we're talking about talking on the cell phone. If the driver who just rear-ended you or T-boned you or ran a red light was talking on the cell phone and if they were distracted, that is something that you can use and should use legitimately in your claim for injuries, damages, and losses. The insurance company for the at-fault party does not want to hear their driver drove through a red light, not even seeing the red light, completely distracted by their cell phone, completely preoccupied. Some of these drivers drive 100, 200, 300 feet. They don't even know where they're going. You can use this and you should use this. This is enhances your claim the more you know bell and pollock champions of the people.com will help you for your bell and pollock legal game plan visit champions of the people.com memorial day is here and so are incredible prices on today's hottest appliances hi i'm brad barnett president of mountain high appliance we've been colorado's favorite appliance store for the past 25 years this week only in celebration of memorial day we have some amazing deals that you don't want to miss Get a Whirlpool four-piece stainless kitchen package for only $21.99. Save over $750. How about a Mila stainless dishwasher for only $7.99? Our lowest price ever. Plus, all Samsung laundry is on sale. Be sure to check out our clearance center for spectacular deals on washers and dryers, ranges, dishwashers, and more, including unheard of pricing on brand new factory blemish French door and side-by-side refrigerators from KitchenAid and Whirlpool. Save over $1,500. Stop by our showroom today and experience the difference. Open Monday through Friday till 8, Saturday and Sunday till 5, or online at mountainhighappliance.com. Mountain High Appliance in Thank you. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. The U.S. Senior Open Championship returns to Colorado Springs during the Broadmoor Centennial Celebration. Don't miss your chance to see Tom Watson, 
Fred Couples, Davis Love III, Kenny Perry, Bernhard Langer, and John Daly as they compete for the most sought-after title in the senior game. All kids 17 and under are admitted free when accompanied by a ticketed adult. Get your tickets today at 2018USSeniorOpen.com. It's that busy time of year with the end of school approaching, baseball, soccer, track events, no time to prepare a sit-down meal. Black Eyed Pea to the rescue. It's Vic Lombardi for the Black Eyed Pea. Stop in for great meals to go. They have grilled fish, burgers, pot roast, chicken fried steak. Order a combo with two of your favorites on the plate. Save time during this busy time of year. Get home cooking to go. It's locally owned and operated. It's the Black Eyed Pea. The Altitude 950 traffic update. Late delay on northbound I-25 from an earlier issue. It is stopped traffic between 58th Avenue and Thornton Parkway. Traffic is brought to you by Lowe's. Southbound I-25 running slow 136 to the Thornton Parkway. Still stop and go reported Alameda to Hamden. There is an accident reported westbound 6th at Colfax to the west. Shop Lowe's and save with up to 40% off appliances special values. Offer valid through 6-6. Exclusions apply. See store for details. U.S. only. I'm Chris McLaughlin with traffic on altitude 950. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. All right, some quick reaction to uh, the top ten list, the list of all lists, top ten lies in sports. Quickly recap those lies. For those of you who missed it, you won't get to hear the reasons, but top ten lies, preseason football, the DH in baseball, Coaching being overrated, a lie. Pro athletes overpaid, wrong. All owners are greedy, wrong. East Coast bias is a fallacy. Real journalists are unbiased. Speed and strength, most important attributes for any athlete. Blatantly false. The Olympics, the purest of pure. Nope. And number one biggest lie in sports, athletes and coaches never pay attention to what's written or said about them. They all do. All right, what do you want to challenge me on? James? I think it's a pretty good list. Uh, warm regards, Steve writes in, this list blows. Can we move on to national parks or something? Well, I was uh, flipping through the Denver Post summer guide, and mm-hmm. they had like three pages on Dinosaur National Park. I saw that, too. I saw it, too. Yeah. I saw that whole thing. Uh, and as I was reading, I was like, God, more reason never to go visit. <laughs> no, you were reading it, and we're like... Manchester's always ahead no, of the curve. No, I swear to God, I was reading it going, no. why do I want to go see this rock? I thought it was a good list, Vic. I only kind of disagreed with you on the, the journalist one, but we don't have to hash that conversation. I just think there's a difference between sports and news. This is a sports list. Good list. Well done. Uh, Sheldon writes in, Vic, the sun does not move. An egregious error on your part. I know the sun doesn't move. All I'm telling you, it goes east to west in this country. It in starts the in the east. It ends in the West. No, but that's because we're moving. Dude. I know. I know how it works. We're, Thank you we're for spinning. the rotation of the Earth. Thank you. And I we're get it. I get it. Spinning in. Thank moving. you for clarifying. Uh, from 0717, brains are important, but what about the competitiveness? doesn't matter how smart you are if you're not willing to give it your all every time. I think competitiveness and brains go hand in hand. I really think. I really think that they're they're both related to one another. The most competitive are also some of the smartest. Like, I would say Big Ben is a great quarterback because he's competitive more so than because he's just a brainiac. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying he's dumb, but, like, is, is Big Ben a Look real... Look at some of the decisions he's made. Exactly. Yeah. The motorcycle comes to mind. 
but he's a competitor. He's sure. tough. He certainly knows the offense right, now, and now, knows what to okay, do. Okay, now insert Peyton Manning's brain into Ben Roethlisberger's head. That's You'd have the greatest of quarterback time. of all time. Agreed. Okay, and, that, and that's all I'm saying. But yeah, all right, now put now put Big Ben's brain into Peyton Manning's body. Not an NFL. You TV. wouldn't even make it in the league. I totally that, agree. And that's my point. But we had this debate last year, Trevor and Paxton, because I think my argument was the physical abilities are more important because you can't teach them. You can teach somebody how to run the offense. Mm-hmm. Big Ben's an example. And everybody in this town wanted to tell me how important it was that Trevor Simeon went to Northwestern, and no, I said, no. who cares? You know what we did, and you heard my distinction when I came up with that list. There's a big difference between street smarts, sports smarts, and book smarts. Yeah, you've Now, you've Trevor adapted. may be a Northwestern grad. Great. Doesn't mean he's a great football smart guy. You've adapted in the last year. Big difference. No, but you're right. You're exa- Some of the smartest dudes I know, you put them on the court or on the field, I don't know what the hell's happening. And some of the dumbest dudes I've ever met are brilliant in their respective arenas. Yes. Brilliant. Yes. You know what I'm saying? No, you know I, exactly I totally what hear I'm you. saying there, right? I totally like, hear you. This dude is dumb. But put him in the arena or in the field, whoa, Mensa. They just see the field exactly. and see the court differently. Exactly. No, I Huge. agree with that. And that's what I'm talking about, brain. I'm not talking about can you solve the can you can you solve the analytical equation here? I, I don't care about that. Can you solve the puzzle that exists on the court or on the field? Okay, but would you admit that in this town we overstated the value of Trevor Simeon's No doubt about it. We took his intelligence and let's say if he'd gone to Dayton instead mm-hmm. of Northwestern, that whole narrative would have never existed. It'd been gone. It would have never existed. But because he went to Northwestern or because a guy went to Notre Dame or Stanford or Harvard, oh, my God, must be smart. Right, and we had no proof that he was smart. We really didn't, and we ignored. This goes back to what I was saying earlier. Yeah. We ignored poor poor decisions yes. he made on the You're field because right. we said he was smart, and we couldn't point out poor decisions. Paxton Lynch, fourth and goal, throwing it out of bounds and hitting the wall, yeah. dumb decision. But because we've determined he's dumb, and he went to Memphis, so who yes. cares? We're going to say he's dumb. You're exactly right. That That's all I'm saying. You're exactly we, right. We, everybody evaluated that situation based on their predetermined notions about each quarterback. Yeah. That's exa- what happened. You're exactly right. But I, I really, especially that position, the quarterback position, if, if you don't have football smarts, it's over. I totally it's, it's, agree. Don't even bother. It's why Paxton Lynch isn't the starting quarterback don't, don't right even, now. Don't even bother. And you know, you know what? You're not going to get him. Now, how mm. would you label Tim Tebow? Who, who, who really... Lacked a little bit of both, to he, be honest with you. Tim Tebow, though, he he would work hard. He had that, obviously. Ah, that's no, that's a part of it. Oh, Paxton Lynch, that's one of Paxton Lynch's issues right now, is it not? Yeah, but working, you can work. I could work hard every day. I'll never. Die I think basketball. Tim Tebow knew what to do with the football. I don't think he could mm-hmm. do it all the time. I think right. he, he, his was more of a physical problem. Okay, uh before we. Uh, God, that was a fun year. Before we eat up. Uh, oh, let me read this. Jeremy oh, says, Marty's I'm biased fine. toward the DH. I understand the sentiment thinking the pitcher should hit, but so many of them are practically automatic outs. My personal opinion, I'd rather see a real hitter in there. Man, if you had a DH to every team, including the National League, these games would never end, first of all. And second of all, if you're a baseball player, be a baseball player. Have pitchers at some point in their lives hit. They were the best hitter in their state exactly. when they were in high school. Exactly. Figure it out. Well, the uh, figure it out. The pitcher wasn't an automatic out last night in the fourth for John Gray. You're right about that. Time for Marty O and his sugar fix. It's time for your morning sugar fix. Instant sugar high, sugar high, sugar high, sugar high. Woo hoo hoo, sugar slam. Shake that. So, hello, fellas. What's up, Marty? 
All right. Former Nugget Nate Robinson turned yeah. 30. Just the way you said that. It's like, oh, my God, I've got a lot of work to do. Yeah, yeah. Are right. you uh, like, okay in there? Oh, I can't right. even talk to you guys about those donuts so out there. Work. I just got to just get right into so it. So much work. Nate Robinson's how old? We done here? All right, Nate Robinson turns uh, 34 today. Vic, I know you got a good Nate Robinson story for us. Yeah, Nate Robinson was a fun-loving guy, not not one of my personal favorites. He was a small there. man, though. Yeah, a small man, but you know what? I don't think he took his job as seriously as he needed to, and it, it still bothers me to this day. The year after the Broncos lose to the Seattle Seahawks in the Super Bowl, the city's devastated. He's running out there as a member of the Nuggets in Seattle, being the 12th man. I just, I just thought that was, I'm not going to call it insensitive, but it was poor timing. If I'd have just said, hey, guys, how old do you think Nate Robinson is today? Would you have gone as low as 34? I'd have guessed like 40. One of the greatest athletes of our generation, though, at his size, yeah. to be a multiple dunk champion. Yeah, that, those dunk contests were wow. special. But yeah. don't they feel like they were 15 years ago? Yes. Mm, that's a you problem. Okay. <laughs> I had to stay in 1879, the first Madison Square Garden opens in New York. It was originally an open-air arena, and many events had to be canceled due to the terrible weather. You guys ever been to MSG? I'm assuming yes, you have. Yes, it is crazy. Have you guys walked inside? It's actually no. upstairs. It's, it's like on the sixth floor yeah, or something, upstairs. right? it's upstairs. It's, uh, it's in a, not a skyscraper, but it's in a building that moves it up above the ground. Yeah. It's nuts. I've been outside it. I've walked past it. I have never been inside Madison Square Garden. I know Will has. He snuck in for something, right? I snuck into the garden with my father, uh, November 2001, Avs Rangers. That was pretty cool. Saw the biggest rat ever, frozen and dead outside the garden. <laughs> I might take eight days off and go uh, yeah. go visit. You should. You should take a pilgrimage to New York. Get the horse and buggy <laughs> tuned up. And then the Avs scored, and I was standing up making a scene, and my father told me, you will get your ass kicked. So sit down. We're not in Denver anymore. So that was good life advice. All right. To stay in 1907, taxis began operating in New York. When was the last time you guys were in a taxi cab? Yeah, that's a great question. The Uber and Lyft rage has sort of made those. I feel bad for those people. Yeah, I don't. You know why Uber became a thing? It's because taxis never evolved. They never made their product any better. Mm -hmm. They never made it to where, oh, this is convenient. They couldn't have developed an app. You're and looking, had it come right to me? You're looking at this the wrong way. I'm not, I'm not I'm sympathetic toward the owners of taxi cab companies. I'm sympathetic toward those people who drive them that perhaps don't have a fancy enough car to be an Uber driver. I mean, you can figure out a way to you get You can also drive really? a Hop on the back of my bike? I've ridden, I rode in a cab in Vegas because about half the time it's more convenient than an Uber. Uh, and then New York. That's about the only two places you ever ride in a cab, isn't it? I'm looking out to Colorado Boulevard right now. How many cabs you count? Zero. Now, I think one, I got one. Is that one there? Is that a truck or a cab? That's a yellow truck. What the one that? further down the road might be a cab. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Okay, down by the, the lottery sign. Yeah. It's just at the end of the transaction, you gotta pay, and then you gotta say how much you can pay. Yeah, tip. it's inconvenient. At the Uber, you yeah. get out at the you end, you're out. like, okay, That's never a good see point. you again. Yeah. Goodbye. Yeah, the Last financial time, settlement's much easier yes. than Uber. When I was in New York for Super Bowl 48, I took a cab, and he took a terrible route. We got stuck in traffic. It took three times longer than it should have. My bill was just getting racked up, and I wasn't going to tip him because he he was he was long hauling me, right? <laughs> so I wasn't going to tip Manchester him. Manchester gets flipped off in long hauls. He was long hauling. He was me. refusing to give me my bags. <laughs> I've never heard that term before. Long haul. Why wouldn't he give you his your bags? Because <laughs> I was not going to tip him. Am I with you, dude? I was in L.A. And I, 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 I witnessed a fight. Lionel Bienvenu was with me. He remembers this. Between two Armenian cabbies who were fighting over picking a guy up. They got out of their cabs, and I'm talking throwing them. Haymakers. 
Mate, one guy pulls a bat out of his car. Oh my it was wow. awesome to watch. Wow, that's yes. a fight. Yes, but it's like I don't have to tip you. That's not the way this works, and you can't hold my bag hostage. What is going on here? And yes, I got long hauled. <laughs> that's such a you thing to happen. <laughs> I have to stay in 1980. Larry Bird beats out Magic for the Rookie of the Year award. God, what a race! <laughs> Magic would Jeez. go. Uh, he would have the last laugh. He won the NBA Finals MVP that year. So, rather have that one. Uh, that's wow. an impossible decision to make between those two. If there was ever a time to have co-rookies yeah. of the year, yeah. that was it. Well, Melo LeBron was quite the debate. You guys remember Did, who ended up I winning think, it? LeBron I, won it, I right? Do, yeah, LeBron won the uh, the rookie of the year. But Melo had the better numbers, and head to head was well, the better player. He, and he got his team to the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. That was the big debate here. Is mm-hmm. his team won? All right, and that will do it. For your sugar fix today, Joe. Marty, it was a short one, so there's probably mm-hmm. a lot of answers, but uh, what did you leave on the uh, cutting room floor? So this day in 1992, Burt Blylevin became the first player in the MLB to win a game as a teenager and as a player in his 40s. Some longevity right there. One of the best nicknames Chris Berman gave a player, yeah. Burt Behome Blylevin. Yeah, pretty Perfect. good. Pretty Thanks, good. Marty. Appreciate it, fellas. The other one had a local tie, Eric sleeping with the enemy. Yes, That's that really was good. good. Uh, I'm gonna head out to the uh, Rockies and uh, conduct You're leaving some. Uh, us? Yes, I'm gonna leave you for this hour. Uh, you guys Aww. are on your own. Can you handle this? Well, so Marty's gonna span the globe at mm-hmm. 9:15, so we're just gonna get him all kinds of air can, time. Can in. you guys handle this? This responsibility. I think it's up in the air, but we're fixing to find out. Are we'll you guys try. going to be able to get through this hour? Will you listen? Will you do us that favor? Yes, I will. What's on the show tomorrow, by the way? Uh, it's Friday. Oh, thanks. Yeah, great. Be a good day. Nice report. A yeah. guy who plans every night. He's got plans Saturday. We got no plans for the show tomorrow, though. We'll be here. It's Friday. Thanks for listening. One more hour to go on the Vic Lombardi Show. Altitude 950, Denver's all sports station. This is the home of the Colorado Rapids. Coming up on Friday, the Colorado Rapids are at Dick's Sportage Park to host the Vancouver Whitecaps. Broadcast time is 7 o'clock with Connor Cape on the call. KKSE, Parker, Denver, home of the Colorado Rapids, the Denver Nuggets, and the Colorado Avalanche, Denver's all-sports station, Altitude 950. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Count it up, count it up, count it up, count it, count it up, count it up, count it up, count it, count it up, count it up. He's a tough pitcher, and you know I, I enjoy those battles with him. But uh, you know he's beaten me quite a few times. So just trying to hit the ball hard. Fastball has some like jump to it. His slider's pretty hard. You know I just missed that ball. I felt like I felt good against him, but like I said, he beat me. That's Nolan Arenado came up in the uh, bottom of the ninth last night. Had a chance for the Rockies. Didn't quite work out. Of course, he had a three-run home run in the first inning. Did his part. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show. James Merrillat, Will Peterson, with you. Until 10, as Vic heads to uh, the Rockies Golf Tournament, Manchester. Another thing we didn't get invited to. Uh, boy, that list just keeps growing by the day, doesn't it? Oh, guess we're not there. That's why we have to crash things. Yeah. Hey, you guys, I'm going to go MC a golf tournament now. Maybe play golf. Have fun sitting in your box until 10. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, we've got all sorts of great stuff on the docket, though. We've got Spanning the Globe with Marty. we got Travis Heath. Uh, he's been having some interesting tweets this morning, so lots to talk to him about, uh, about how he thinks the Warriors will have a fate where, uh, multiple seasons of winning and the expectations kind of start to be exhausting at some point. So lots to dive into. This will be a walk in the park, Kazanski. No doubt. We'll start with the, uh, the Rockies. We need to dive back into that. We haven't talked about them much, but, uh, let's call it what it is. Last night is a terrible, 
terrible loss when you are staked to a big lead in the first inning and you have your quote unquote ace yeah. on the mound. It was a it was a very disappointing evening at, at Coors Field. And and I know John Gray's had some nice outings, but do you think at this point it's even a fifty fifty mix where he has a good outing versus a bad outing? I feel like it's more two thirds of the time he's just bad. He just isn't he he not only doesn't look like an ace, he doesn't look like a guy who should be in the rotation. And last night was an example of category B. Just extremely disappointing. That's a game you should go out and you got your ace, supposedly, on the mound and a chance to sweep the Giants, who had been just struggling on the road, and turn this homestand from something that's like, that's ah, been fine, it's been good, it's been a good homestand, to, wow, we have the, with the Dodgers coming in after an off day here for the Rockies on uh, on Thursday, today, chance to make this a great homestand, and he just blows it. And he blows it because he can't get the pitcher out on a bunt back to him. So That's just disappointing. Ashley on Twitter, she uh, follows me, tweets me a lot, brought something up that I told her I would talk about today, and you're the perfect guy I want to talk about with this. Ashley suggested on Twitter, John Gray needs to be a closer. That's John Gray's future in, in Major League Baseball is as a closer, a back-end bullpen guy. And you know what? With Adam Ottavino on the DL, I don't hate the idea of making John Gray your eighth inning guy for the time being. Because that dude, when he's good, he's sharp. It's a fatigue thing. We heard Bud Black say it. He threw 90 pitches in three plus innings. Well, but see, he didn't, that's not necessarily fatigue. That's control. He threw 90 pitches because he was walking guys. Because he was giving up hits. I mean, 90 pitches, I can see why he was tired throwing 90 pitches in three innings. I, I don't know, boy. That's a that's a big change to make. Uh, you don't do you invest the third pick in the draft and the guy's what twenty five, twenty six, and you pull the plug and you're going to make him a, a reliever? It's an it's an out of the box idea, but what have the Rockies had success with in the years they've made the playoffs? An incredible bullpen. We can go through the Brian Fuentes and the Manny Corpuses yeah. of the world, the Houston Streets of the world, regardless of what he did in the 09 playoffs, the Greg Hollins of the world, regardless of what he did in the wild card game. I mean, the back end has always been strong. And I think with Ottavino and Davis, you've got two guys there, but we talk about the gas cans all the time. McGee, Oberg. I mean, if you yank Gray. Brian Shaw to some extent. Yeah. If you yank Gray out of the rotation and make him a bullpen guy, they got plenty of rotation dudes, man. You can, you can get Antonio Sensatella back in the rotation. There, there are guys, there are names you and I could rattle off. The Tyler Andersons, who's the kid in, in, uh, AAA? Jeff Hoffman could come back up. Okay, but I mean, Tyler Anderson's in the rotation. So Sensatella and Hoffman are the two guys you mentioned. Are either one of them better options starting a game than John Gray? Are they? You were the one who just said he looks like a guy who may not belong in a rotation. I know, right but he, you, your hot take was he's a back of the rotation guy. I would agree with that right now. He's a four or five. So if you're going to move him, I don't think it's a terrible idea, but to make the third pick in the draft, a guy that you thought was going to be your ace, not only a relief pitcher, but a seventh inning guy, that seems drastic to me. And then it begs the question, well, who are you replacing him with? So send to tell our Hoffman, are they as good an option right now as Gray? Eh, probably not. But it's not a huge disparity. So then you got to look at the other half of the equation. Is Gray a better option in the seventh inning than Brian Shaw? Yeah. We don't know that. Then Jake McGee, then Scott would, Oberg. If you and I never have to utter the name Scott Oberg again, <laughs> I'd be happy. I would bet you're right. I would bet John Gray is a better option in the seventh inning than Brian Shaw, or certainly than Scott Oberg, than Jake McGee. That's also a different job. We've never seen him do that uh three out of five days. 
right? Like, we don't know that he can do that job. I think it'd be interesting to try it, but if you're going to take a small step backward in the rotation, and I think even being fair, the day after John Gray had a bad performance, it's a small step backward to go to Sensatella or Hoffman. It would be. Then you have to take an equally small or hopefully even bigger step forward in the bullpen by putting Gray down there, and I don't know that that's a guarantee. I don't know that it is. It'd be an experiment that might be worth looking at, but that's the part of the equation that Jeff Breidich and Bud Black would have to try to figure out. They would know better than we would. That's just a new role, and if you move him to that role, is he ever moving back? Okay, well, I'll throw this hypothetical at you. I'm not saying it should happen today. I think John Gray deserves to make his next start, and he deserves to make his start after that and his start after that. But at some point, if we're having this same conversation in June, July, August, you got to get creative. And I just think uh, there should be a sense of urgency at Coors Field with what we saw in the playoff game and what we've seen to start this year yeah. of getting creative with John Gray, as you like to say, ahead of the curve. I know, and I, I think there's something to that. I, I just I don't think this is something that should be a, a new thing for everybody. I mean, I'm, I've said it two or three times. It's been my hot take multiple times this season. He's not an ace. He's a 500 pitcher for his career. Now he may be below 500. With an ERA pushing five. Like, he's not an ace. Who determined he was an ace? But it ties into the conversation we had with Vic. That narrative just becomes the truth, and everybody just repeats it. He's got great stuff. Really? Really? Well, I mean, like, I can watch Adam Adovino pitch and go, holy cow. He's got great stuff. That's great stuff. Nobody yeah. can hit that. Do you ever just come out of your seat when John Gray throws a pitch and like, that was filthy? He's had his moments throughout the years, but it, it's sad that in my head right now, what's standing out is more his meltdowns than his moments. Ubaldo Jimenez, when he was going good for the Rockies. Unhittable. When he would pitch, he'd be like, man, how does a human being get a baseball to do that? I have never one time said that about John Gray. Not once. So where did this narrative come from? I ranked the Rocky starters in my hot take. I went Freeland 1, Marquez 2, Bettis 3. Right now, I'd probably go Anderson four, Gray five. How's your list? Probably about the same in terms of who I would trust in a in a one game playoff. Or yeah, or even if they won the NL West, how do you set your rotation in a in a five game division series? I don't know that John Gray's in your rotation, so that That's might be where I'm getting that might be here. your chance to see what he can do in the bullpen. Really, in a series, you might say, well, he doesn't. He's not one of our three or four guys or whatever you end up deciding you want to do in a postseason in terms of starters. So. He's the guy who's going to pitch in bullpen. Maybe you kind of find out by default. I just, boy, that's a big, that's a big leap. Doesn't Freeland have that ace type, like he's got that makeup. I mean, the kid almost threw a no hitter last year as a rookie. At Coors Field. Yeah, he kind of has that, he kind of has that look to him too, is like, he's not the guy you want to tick off because he'll throw at you. You know, Randy Johnson. Well, he's not the, the guy you want to tick off because he'll throw you out. And I'm not saying Kyle Freeland's going to turn into Randy Johnson. Relax. I'm just saying I see some of that potential. Well, and you talked about it yesterday that he's a little bit of a head case, right? And then Mark Kizzle had a very good column today in the Denver Post about how um, John Gray is a bit of a head case. Kyle Freeland has proven to be the opposite of that, right? The the no, near no-hitter at, at Coors Field, the first start at Coors Field, that was opening day, right? Against the Dodgers. That's pressure, man. You go to Thomas Jefferson High School – I mean, I, I've been fortunate enough to to meet Kyle's friends and family. He had hundreds of people in the stand that day. Yeah, so you know, you're you're immediately stepping into a tough situation, and you don't bat an eye. Doesn't mean he's going to be great every time out, but there's a guy who I would bet on not being overwhelmed by the one game playoff in Arizona, where John Gray 
completely overwhelmed by the situation. Text line says it's a bad take to move Gray to the bullpen. I'm telling you, it's just food for thought. It's well, just it, it, food for thought. It's fine. Like you can say it's not a great take, or you can say it's a bad take. Fine. Then what's your answer? What do you want to do with him? Right. I mean, I broke down some of the reasons why I think it would be risky, but I'm not going to sit here and categorically dismiss it and say you shouldn't consider it because you have to do something. Uh, you you can't have him being your fifth guy in the rotation. I'd rather bring somebody young up and see what they can do. That's what your fifth guy should be. It should be, well, let's see what Jeff Hoffman's got. Not, let's see what John Gray's got as he continues to back down the rotation. He's heading in the wrong direction. Yes. I think that's a fair way to put it. Last night was concerning huge series with the Dodgers coming up this weekend. All right, up next, Mario spanning the globe. You got the Vic Lombardi show on Altitude 950. This hour is brought to you by CDOT. Join the cannabis conversation. How do you feel about marijuana and driving? Is drug driving a problem? Join the cannabis conversation at coloradocannabisconvo.com. coloradocannabisconvo.com. Are you in for 90? The Colorado Rapids take on Vancouver Whitecaps FC on June 1st. Starting at just $29, receive a ticket to the game, a 90-shilling beer, and a Rapids t-shirt courtesy of Odell Brewing. Go to ColoradoRapids.com. Summer is coming, and so is the heat. And at Best Way Insulation, their goal is to save you up to 50 to 70% off on your summer energy bill. New XL Energy rebates are available right now, making it affordable to insulate your home for the summer. And the best part? Best Way Insulation will do all the paperwork for you. Call today and learn more about how Best Way Insulation could save you up to 50 to 70% off on your summer energy bill. 303-469-0808. 303-469-0808. Best Way Insulation. 303-469-0808. Here come the Rockies. Rockies baseball is back with a season full of great promotions, theme dates, and 25th anniversary events to choose from. So whether you want to see Nolan Arenado make that mind-blowing play, or Charlie Blackman get that clutch hit, or you want to take the family out at a reasonable price, or you want to get a group of friends together on the rooftop for a game, there's truly something for everyone at Coors Field. Check out what's going on at Rockies.com and get your tickets today to catch the thrill of Rockies baseball in person. That's the catch. Ball game over. John Elway here. Nothing's better than being at home, especially a new one. The people of Colorado agree, and they trust American Financing for their new home loans. It's an amazing time to buy, and home prices are on the rise. Getting pre-qualified today gives you real buying power. Sellers want to know that you're for real, and being pre-qualified by American Financing gives them that assurance. And that's a key to winning in a seller's market. What makes me a fan? They have only salary-based mortgage consultants and don't believe in pressure. Pressure is fine on the field, but not for your home loan. American Financing has no upfront fees and will customize a loan program to fit your financial goals. The Better Business Bureau has given them an A rating. If you're in the market for a new home loan or a refinance, call American Financing today at 303-695-7000 or visit their website at AmericanFinancing.net. American Financing, Colorado's home for home loans. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. We're here in the shop at Farland Classic Restoration in Englewood. Here's the owner, Jack Farland. Jack, you guys win some serious car awards. What's the latest? Well, we just finished a 1961 Ferrari 250 PF Cabriolet. It won a Platinum Award at Cavallino in Florida. It also won the Best Restoration Award at the show. That's huge. That's kind of like the Oscars for classic Ferraris, isn't it? That's it, exactly. Our restorations do very well at places like Pebble Beach and Amelia Island. So all the other major shows in this like serious car collector world. That's impressive. How long has the shop been around? We've been in business for 27 years, so we've been here for quite a while. 
and our guys are really the best around. If I look around the shop, I'm seeing Porsches, Ferraris, Mercedes, and some really impressive muscle cars. We do work on many kinds of investment-level classics. We do everything under one roof here. And you have a showroom with classics for sale? That's right. Have a look at FarlandCars.com or on Facebook under Farland Classic Restoration. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Welcome back. Vic Lombardi Show 916 here on Altitude 950. James Merrillat, Will Peterson with you until 10. Vic is listening on his way to MC the Rockies golf tournament down south. Uh, can't imagine... It's a very happy golf tournament right now. Oh, come on. They lost one game last night. People are, I guarantee you that's a very joyous crowd. They're in first place. They've won four out of six on this homestand. They have a day off. They're at a golf course. It's going to be 85 degrees and they got the Dodgers coming into town. They're going to be just all down because they lost last night. I'm just saying they'd be oh, in a better they'd, they'd be in a better mood if they swept the Giants. You got to give me that. Fine, but you just said it would I can't imagine it's a very happy place. It just they lost a game in a baseball season and it's going to ruin their charity golf tournament. That now that's a leap. That's a leap. That's I, what you said. I can't imagine it's a very happy place. I bet by noon they're all happy to be there. I'm just saying today Is that what time the bar opens? Vic said on your off day, what would you do as a pro baseball player? I'm sure golf is on the list for some of them. I would sit by the pool and read a book. Yeah, my list would go up. Pool, 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 pool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's yeah. what I would do. Nice. All right, let's uh, do it. Let's span the globe with Marty O. There's a lot going on in the sports world. Anything's possible. Anything's possible. Let's span the globe. All right. Did you guys see the story about the uh, the goose that was on the field at Comerica Park yesterday? I did. He was uh, on the field running around. Grounds crew was chasing him for a while. The goose tried to fly away, but he slammed into the scoreboard and dropped down to the seats. The goose was deemed healthy and was released outside the stadium. The Tigers ended up scoring five runs in the sixth inning, and the Tigers are now trying to get the hashtag rally goose going. What do you think about that? I like it. It's organic. Do you guys remember the rally monkey that the Angels had back when they made the World Series? Like, oh, yeah. 02? I don't remember how it came about, but it was something organic, right? It wasn't a bunch of marketing guys sitting around saying, hey, what should we do? Rally Goose is pretty good. Because had they, you know, lost the game, it would have just been this funny footnote. But they came all the way back. They had the five runs in the inning. So, yeah, Rally Goose is great. I believe the Cardinals also had Rally Squirrel. Yep. As well. Yep. No, I have no problem with it because I like nicknames, hashtags, uh, kind of these phenomenons that uh, develop organically. It's you need great. something to get your fan base behind. Yeah. And you know what? If it helps them fill seats, then good for them. So every sixth inning, just release the goose. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. Now, didn't they face? Did they face Otani yesterday? Oh, you're you're getting to my number two right oh, now. Yes. Okay. Go for Otani it. was on the mound last night, and his fastball touched 101 miles per hour. It's the fastest from a starter this year. Pretty impressive. Yeah, and I heard him talking a little bit about this coming in on the Clay Travis show. Um, that's a guy, if he was pitching here, wouldn't you want to go out and check that game out? There were 16,000 people, I believe, in attendance in Detroit last night. Why doesn't, why, why, why is Major League Baseball have such a problem turning these kind of guys into stars? Yeah, that was a, you know, we could go a little deeper dive on this. That's a philosophical question. Why is the NBA 
so much better at marketing its stars than Major League Baseball. Mike Trout, he's like still anonymous. I don't know anything about Mike Trout. Does Mike Trout do commercials, Marty? Uh, not that I know of. Maybe local ones. I mean, I know he's like James, into weather. That's LeBron the only James thing I know. was in a freaking movie with the who's the comedian woman? Schumer? Uh, Amy Schumer. Schumer. Yeah, like, come on. Who, who is running MLB's PR and have they realized it's 2018? Yeah, but is that N- the NBA who gets LeBron James into a movie? No, but will you admit the NBA has done a good job of marketing their stars? Maybe Major League Baseball stars aren't very marketable. Maybe Mike Trout's just a, I don't know, maybe he's just not very good in front of a camera. You don't maybe. think Nolan Arenado's marketable? I mean, that guy, I, I could see that guy doing national ads. Now, he'd have to win a World Series MVP to do national ads. I get it, but the look pro- at Von Miller. He does all kinds of national ads after he wins a Super Bowl MVP. You know what I think the issue in, in terms of how Major League Baseball has dropped the ball here? They just constantly show us about four teams in their national games. Mm. You know, and I know the NBA fall, falls into this a little bit, because how many times were the Lakers on this year on national TV because of Lonzo Ball? But when Melo was here, the Nuggets were on national TV all the time. All the time. It didn't matter that, oh, well, they're in Denver. I mean, how many times have the Rockies been on national TV so far this year? Two? Well, and it's a change of pace. I mean, there was years and years for the Rockies where they could not get an ESPN game if they wanted. I mean, there's a reason. We've played this game with with different teams that come in here. I couldn't tell you three guys on the Cincinnati Reds. I couldn't tell you four guys on the Milwaukee Brewers because we see the same teams. We Of the 19 times or however many times Boston and New York play, how many of them are on ESPN? 14. It wouldn't shock me if you told me all 19. Yeah. I think it's the all, Astros live on ESPN too. Right, it's all the time. So you you can do it one of two ways. Either Major League Baseball has to realize, hey, we have these stars, we need to put them on national TV and market them. Or the other way is the Rock the, the Rockies have to get into a you know National League Championship Series, a World Series, and you see him on a national stage and people can't like uh, you know Altuve because of what Houston did last year in the postseason. Right. If Nolan Arenado hit a walk off home run like he did on Father's Day in a NLCS game? Correct. You could put that guy on national TV. It's the same reason you could put Von Miller in Old Spice ads. Von Miller was well-known locally. When Von Miller did what he did to Big Ben, Tom Brady, and Cam Newton in a span of a month, that made him a worldwide phenomenon. So it's one of the things. that It's the toughest sport to make the postseason, but that also hurts you in your ability to market the game because the NBA got the chance to put the Greek freak in front of fans for a series. You got to see him in on that kind of stage. You didn't get to see, you got to see Nolan Arnado playing one game. Well, that's bad for the sport. And who was uh, a, an early darling in the NHL playoffs? Nathan McKinnon, because of what he did right. to create that goal for Gabe Landeskog in game five. I mean, that may be the push. Now, I know the voting's weird, whatever. That may be the push McKinnon needed to win the Hart Trophy. Well, but the reality is the random guy in Shreveport isn't mm. going to watch Colorado Nashville on a Tuesday in January. He probably caught part of the playoff game. He probably caught game five and said, oh, that's the kid who could win MVP? Now I know why, because that goal he set up for Gabe Landeskog was one of the prettiest goals I've ever seen in my life. All right, and a third thing, and this is a smaller factor, because the game isn't as big and important as it used to be. But it also doesn't help that Nolan Arenado starts in the All-Star game, and he's out after two innings, because they got to play everyone. Mm-hmm. Play him the whole game. I want to see Nolan Arenado come up in the ninth inning. And not just him. I want to see Mike Trout. I want to see the stars of the sport are out of the all-star game three innings into the game. How is that good for marketing them? Well, and you know how Matt Holiday made himself a lot of money? A lot, a lot of money. And it ticked off me. It ticked off a lot of Rockies fans because he wouldn't take the Rockies' money. 
I believe he had a home run in Yankee Stadium in an All-Star game. There you go. And that made Matt Holiday a commodity. And Billy Bean went out and got Matt Holiday. Matt Holiday said, I'm too much of a star to play in Oakland. And he went to St. Louis and had years and years of success in a major baseball town. All right, so let me boil down what we just determined here for you, Marty. Mm-hmm. Uh, these guys have to uh, put up big on a big stage, but Major League Baseball needs to do a better job of giving their, giving them more stages. That's what, the problem. They don't have enough stages. What if Nolan enters the home run derby, you know? That's how Aaron Judge and it'll jack his swing up, man. Josh I, I, Nolan doesn't got even, on the Nolan's too good a player to waste his time with the home run derby. You're right, though. You're, you're right. I mean, Josh Hamilton, right? People kind of knew who he was. He put on that show at Yankee Stadium mm-hmm. in the home run derby, and every casual sports fan knew who he was. But if I'm a if I'm a Rockies exec, I'm telling Nolan, please don't enter. It's a different question, though. Do you want to become known, or do you want to worry about what your swing's going to be like in August? That, that the answer to whether or not you participate in the Home run derby is different depending on the question you're asking. Remember Charlie Blackman got jobbed last year in the home run derby. Remember that? There was visual evidence of the, uh, the feet. Yeah. 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 Alright, sorry, go All ahead. Right, let's move over to soccer here. Zinedine Zidane quits as Real Madrid's head coach five days after winning his third straight title. He said, I want to end with Real Madrid when everything is going well. I did it as a player and now again as a coach. This is the right moment to end things. How do you think about it? What, what do you think about that? Uh, I, it's it's one of those things, you know, and we'll talk to Travis Heath about it in the next segment. Uh, it, 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 what, uh, how are you going to top it, right? I mean, there really is nowhere to go but down. You've won three in a row. Um, there's something to be said for going out on top. Would you feel better about your coaching career if you won four in a row, five in a row? Maybe, but more likely than not, you're eventually going to not win it, and then people are going to be critical of you. Yeah, I, I can see the temptation of going out on top. What It's kind of that what else you got to accomplish mentality. So he's 45 years old. What's he going to do now? I don't know. Sit on a beach with HW because that's what retired <laughs> people do. I mean, you look at the two of the best stories in NFL history. They both happened in Denver because both guys went out on top. John Elway went out on top, and Peyton yeah. Manning went out on top. So people like going out on top. I don't blame them. All right, a woman reaches her goal of performing a headstand in all 50 states. How underwhelming of a goal is that? She travels to all 50 states, and all she can accomplish is just doing a headstand. Yeah, not even a handstand, but a headstand. Mm-hmm. The tripod was out of uh, out of the question. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. a she's a yoga advocate, and that's that was her move. I mean, there's I mean, got to be something better. Going to all 50 states, okay, that's you know fun, whatever. But a headstand, that's weak. You know what? There are certain states I have no desire to see. Give me one. Uh oh. But pass on that request. Give me a state you wouldn't want to see. Uh, Iowa. Oh man, and I mean this in all seriousness. You drive through the state of Iowa in the summertime, and it's these slightly rolling hills with the green corn growing and these picturesque red barns up on the hill. It is beautiful. Absolutely yeah, is, beautiful. That is a stretch right there. No, it's beautiful. Mm. I've, I've done it. I, it. It's a joy. Have you driven through Kansas? Yeah, the Sunflower State. It's very nice. <laughs> I would love to go to Louisiana and see what the Shreveport's all about. <laughs> We're taking a show field trip to Shreveport. <laughs> yeah. All right, so ESPN put out an article about every team's best MLB pick. Uh, what, do you, what do you think the Rockies had as the, uh, the top first-round pick for the Rockies? What round was Nolan taken in? He was in the second. Okay. Um, oh, was man. Was Todd Helton a first-round pick? Yeah, yeah it was between to. Todd Helton and Troy Tulowitzki. Todd was picked eighth overall in 95, and Tulo was seventh, seventh in 2005. Helton. Yeah, Helton was the better pick. He did more. He was here a longer time. I mean, Tulo, 
was a big part of two playoff runs, but his his body kind of broke down and he didn't want to be here anymore. And uh, they also ranked the one that got away. One that got away. Did you know that the Rockies drafted Chris Sale in 2007 in the 21st round, but he didn't sign? Really? Yeah. Mm. He was coming huh. out of high school, so he went to Florida Gulf Coast. Who did they pick? Was it was it Helton or was it Tulo? They picked uh, Helton. Okay, they got that right. And I, you, I mean, we've gone round and round on this show. I'm not a huge Helton guy, but that's a pretty easy question to answer right there. Helton or Tulo, who was a better selection? It was Helton. Uh, someone told me that do you, HW, do you realize Eastern Colorado is the exact same as Western Kansas? Yes. Going to the University of Missouri, I've done this drive a lot. And when you get to Eastern Colorado, you go, are we in Kansas yet? I think you could go to DIA today, pick any city on the board for departures, go there and find a cool place and have fun. You know, there's a company that does that. Really? It surprises people. My cousin just did it. So you go to the airport, you take all your stuff. They kind of tell you a genre of how you should pack your clothes. Yeah. Then you open your envelope, and it tells you where you're going. Like if you and I went to DIA today, and they gave us two free tickets to Boise. You don't think we'd have some fun? We'd have fun. I'd go see the Blue Turf. Yeah. yeah. I think it'd be all kinds of fun. Oh. I just I think every state in the union would be great. You can't come up with one that wouldn't be fun. What is wrong with John Gray? We'll ask Dr. Travis Heath next on the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. There I was, pushing up off of the floor, and I kept hearing a crack, crack, crack in my elbow. Shooting baskets, crack, crack, crack in my elbow. My elbow was in pain, and I needed help, and I turned to my friends at the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. It's your boy, Ryan Harris, champion of Super Bowl 50, here to tell you about my fantastic experience with the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. You can have your outpatient appointments, surgery, lab, x-rays, and even MRIs right there. And I didn't have time to walk around and find three different MRI places, wait six months to get this pain out of my elbow. No, I needed help right away. And Center for Spine and Orthopedics helped me right away. They have internationally renowned spine surgeons, foot, ankle, and wound care, as well as veterans in pain management with nearly 30 years of experience helping patients manage their daily pain. Go with the best and go with the Center for Spine and Orthopedics. Give them a call at 303-287-2800. That's 303-287-2800. Or visit them online at centerforspineandortho.com. The road to success is paved with your new career at Brandon Sand and Gravel. Since 1906, they're one of the most respected concrete and construction companies. Construction season is coming, and Brandon is hiring right now. They need Class A and B CDL drivers and operators and laborers. They need you. Brandon offers competitive wages, a full benefits package, including matching 401K. Become a part of the Brandon team. Apply today at Brandon1.com. That's B-R-A-N-N-A-N, the number one, dot com. It's that busy time of year with the end of school approaching, baseball, soccer, track events, no time to prepare a sit-down meal. Black Eyed Pea to the rescue. It's Vic Lombardi for the Black Eyed Pea. Stop in for great meals to go. They have grilled fish, burgers, pot roast, chicken fried steak. Order a combo with two of your favorites on the plate. Save time during this busy time of year. Get home cooking to go. It's locally owned and operated. It's the Black Eyed Pea. Mile High Jewelers has an amazing selection in custom-made rings, chains, watches, nameplates, bracelets, and pendants. Shop with the leaders in custom jewelry. Mile High Jewelers. If you can dream it, this Colorado-based company can make it. They also specialize in jewelry and watch repair. And Mile High Jewelers is where your hometown professional athletes shop. Find them in three convenient locations. In the Highlands across from Mile High Stadium, Aurora Mall, and Citadel Mall in Colorado Springs. Follow them on Instagram at Mile High Jewelers and MileHighJewelers.com. 
Great coaches are leaders who fight hard for what and who they believe in. They drive change. Athlete or not, now may be the right time for you to make a change, one that will improve your financial future. Hey, it's Mark Mosier for my friends at American Financing. This is the mortgage team of salary-based consultants, the team that's Colorado family-owned. And here's what you're going to get from them. Competitive interest rates, one-on-one guidance, and customized loan programs. It's coaching that is specific to your needs, resulting in a home loan that's going to lower your rate, shorten your term, even save you up to a $1,000 a month. And it's the most convenient way to achieve your financial goals, including paying off high-interest debt. I'm talking about a 10-minute call to get things started and closings in as fast as 10 days. Plus, there are never any upfront fees. So call today and let American Financing coach you into a better home loan. 303-695-7000. That's 303-695-7000 or AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 182334, regulated by the Division of Real Estate. The Altitude 950 hotline is now open. Call 303-753-0950 to join the show. Welcome back to the Vic Lombardi Show here on Altitude 950. Happy Thursday. Best part of a three-day weekend is a four-day week. James Braillat, Will Peterson with you until 10. We'll go to the hotline now. Welcome in the doctor. Travis Heath on the program. Doc, how are you? I'm good, Will. How you doing, man? Hey, doing well. Thanks uh, for the time this morning. Vic is off emceeing the Rockies Charity Golf Tournament, so you get Manchester and I. Uh, a gentleman who may or may not be there today, we'll find out. John Gray, uh, tough night last night over at 20th and Blake. Clearly something not right with John Gray mentally. Uh, the playoff game comes to mind, the start of this season. Just been a lot of ups and downs for a guy with a lot of potential. What do you think is going on with the Gray Wolf right now? Yeah, you know, he's a guy who had expectations from the get-go, right? I mean, John Gray was announced before he even made the major leagues. He was going to be, you know, he was going to be our eighth here in Colorado. And I wonder if some of those expectations are starting to get to him and it's interesting because and it's been well chronicled but you know when he's been good he's been really good I mean he's been great and then when he's been bad he's been really bad and and the other thing with him that's interesting is it seems like things can shift so quickly and I suppose baseball is a fickle game that way right I mean um, one play can sort I mean the only other game I think that's more fickle is maybe golf right where one one mishap can send you down a black hole but um, yeah, you mentioned the playoff game. That's interesting because uh, the, the way the way Bud Black framed that was sort of like, ah, it's a good learning opportunity, right? And he, listening to Bud Black last night, some of the same kind of comments, right, about basically implying that it's a learning process. But I think, I mean, what is Gray, 26 now? I, I mean, at a certain point, you know, um, I'm not sure. I like what Bud Black's doing, by the way. I think it's smart. I think it's a smart way to try to nurture um, John Gray, I'm not sure he would respond to, you know, fire and brimstone approach. But at some point, that approach, you know, how long how long are you afforded to learn before, you know, you're expected to produce consistently? And I think Gray's teetering on the edge of that that number, you know, when you're 26 or so years old, it's about time for you to start producing and a little less learning is going on. No, I, I, I'm with you. I mean, he's not a kid anymore, quote unquote. But it's funny. I think we just tend to look at things through a particular lens with certain guys. Once they get labeled as, and I saw that you didn't care for necessarily the, the terminology the Denver Post used this morning when, when they called him a 10 cent head. But once you get labeled right. with that, 
everything you do is because of that, right? Like Paxton Lynch, we yeah, talk, we argue yeah. about it on this show all the time. Paxton Lynch, everybody says he's dumb. So when he makes a silly play during training camp, it's because he's dumb. When Trevor Simeon, who went to Northwestern, makes a silly play, nobody even says anything. So it, it, how do you shed yeah. that kind of label, right? Like Tiger Woods hits the pin at the Masters, and instead of being a great shot, it rolls back and goes into the, the water, and he falls apart after that. Nobody says Tiger Woods has a 10-10 head. Like, how do you shed that, yeah. how do you shed that label? It's very difficult. And, and you're bringing up a point that goes beyond, I think, just sports, right? I mean, this sort of thing happens in life where yep. the, narr- the narrative lives us, right? I mean, you know, like I, I, I remember growing up just in high school, like people were quote unquote good at certain subjects, right? Or, or poor at certain subjects. You go, oh, well, uh, you know, so and so is awful at math, right? And then that story just perpetuates itself, and then the person has no chance. Here's my best answer to that. I think, and it's it's tough in sports because you know you have the media that's kind of uh, either starting, perpetuating, continuing certain narratives. But I think you've got to get a group of people on board to stand in support of a different narrative, right? And so if I were if I were the Rockies, and I'm not sure what narr- what the narrative would be, but I'd be all over getting another narrative out about uh, about John Gray. Maybe that's what they're doing with trying to say that he's young and so forth. Um, you know, and maybe that's the narrative they're trying to run with right now. But it is interesting how, uh, you know, we often think that we live narratives, but it seems more like narratives with us, right? And with athletes, I think that's, that's especially true. And it's tough because we've seen, I mean, think about, James, over the years, all the athletes who have been buried by certain narratives or all the athletes who, you know, have like a 10, 15-year career because they're like, the gritty try-hard guy, and but they only right. bat, you know, they they bat barely above the Mendoza line. But because they have this gritty try-hard narrative, they stick for over a decade. It's a fa- it's a fascinating phenomenon. Yeah, they get chance after chance after chance after chance, whereas the other guy just gets beat up as soon as his average dips below. You know, I mean, Ian Desmond's a prime example. Now, there's money that comes into the equation as well, Travis. Like sure. Ian Desmond's going to get no benefit of the doubt because of what he makes. Pat Valeka, nobody cares because he's hey, he's a fun-loving guy and he's not making a ton of money, but. <laughs> Speaking of right. speaking of narratives, there was one that, that I noticed yesterday, and, and it's got me concerned. Because last year, when the Broncos hired Vance Joseph, man, we got the leader of men thing crammed down our throat <laughs> of all offseason. Yeah. And it, it worried me because it's like, why are they pushing so hard a narrative that is, you couldn't really argue it, right? Nobody could argue that he was a CEO type. We don't even know what the hell that means. Now in year right. two, they're pushing it again I find that alarming. Am I just being, you know, quote unquote Manchester here, or does that worry you at all? <laughs> no, it does. But look, and I'll be honest, just Van, the 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 idea of Vance Joseph being the coach this year worries me. And I'm, something personal, I don't know him, I don't know the person, but just what happened. Look, if you were a leader of men, how does last year happen? Not yes. not just what the record is, but how does it happen the way it happens, right? How does it happen where there's like mass confusion at critical times, you know, where it just that, that to me. If, if, so if you're a leader of men, that doesn't happen. Now, I'm not saying a good coach couldn't go five or an 11 or a good leader of men couldn't, but it's the way that it happens. So, yeah, that's that's disturbing to me. And, and coaches, it, look, it comes in different packages. I get that. But I, you know, I'd like to hear a little more about um, the ability to 
to produce a, a great offense, right, or a great run game, or yeah. you know, that would be great because you you brought up what really bothered me last year, which is this amorphous leader leader of men CEO type. Like I don't even know what that means in football. Like if you can if you can operationalize that for me and say, oh, this is what this means, and you can show me, I, I'm hey, I'll, I can be won over. It's not that I'm just trying to rip on the Broncos. It's just I don't know what that means. I still don't know what that means. So yes. That that does concern me, and there's other things about what happened last year with Vance Joseph that concern me too. Doctor Travis Heath, our guest here on the Vic Lombardi Show on Altitude 950. All right, Doctor, it blew up the internet yesterday. Everyone was talking about it. The curious case of Brian Colangelo and the secret Twitter account. The article on the Ringer. Uh, your thoughts on Brian Colangelo allegedly having five burner accounts, and why do people that powerful feel the need to have burner accounts? Yeah, you know, um, I, I said some things about this on Twitter yesterday. I'm talking seven, eight years ago now before Twitter was weaponized. But, I, you know, I had organizations, NBA organizations, who reached out to me basically to say, how can we manipulate the media, right? How can we get the stories that we want out front? Um, and, and so this, this has been on the radar of teams for a long time. It's now Twitter just gives them a way to do it, Um more efficiently, but also in a way that's more risky. And so I, I don't like, – like, to me, just just be humble, be honest, right? And and if you make a mistake, say you made a mistake. If you do that, I think fans will respect you and media will respect you as well rather than trying to change the narrative these ways. It's just – I under look, I understand that Twitter – there are so many people with platforms now that are criticizing teams from all angles, and I get that. But assuming some sort of fake online persona is, is a bizarre way of handling it. I will say, though, look, for decades, what, what do uh, ex- team executives do in pro sports? They're angry with a player or whatever. So they leak a story yeah. to a columnist, right? And then the columnist writes about it. So it's not, like, it's not like this sort of thing is brand new, that teams have always been trying to do this sort of thing. But, boy, it looks bad. And now people are – man – I, maybe I'm just the burner account. Maybe I'm just too old to understand. But, you know, they're saying, well, it's his wife. And it's like, you really think it's his wife? Or do you think he was like, hey, I need some kind of cover for this. Yeah. So I'm going to use my wife's phone number, which, by the way, that's stupid, too. Why not? Look, you have some money. Why not get like a random? I, I'm, I feel bad here because I'm talking about how to cheat better. But get a random phone number in Iowa or something, you know, that, and then you have a better out. The whole thing's just confusing to me, and I sometimes think that powerful, powerful men, especially, just behave in ways where it's bizarre. They behave in ways they don't need to, and I think that's because they feel like, hey, I can lie. If worse comes to worse, I can lie, and I'll get out of it anyway. So it, it's fascinating, and I don't. By the way, one last thing: if we think Coangelo is the only guy that's doing this, I mean, we're being naive, right? We have to believe that there are GMs or surrogates for GMs that are doing this in all the major sports. Yeah, I I totally agree with everything you just said. From the fact that his wife's not doing the tweets, that was just his bad way of trying to hide it. To this is no different than leaking stuff to the media. Hundred percent agree. Yep. I think this is yep. classic Twitter and sports talk thing, where people are going to feign outrage and they're going to feign outrage over. Oh, you released the guy's medical records. Really? We talk about injuries all the time. We know every, uh, every NFL injury report is a HIPAA violation, yep. in my opinion. So that, that's just, <laughs> that's just fake outrage. I really think people are just mad 
because the the curtain got pulled back a little bit in which they saw, wow, we really are being manipulated here. I think that's why they're mad. Yeah. Yeah, that's a really good point. Yeah, people really don't like to think that they've had the wool pulled over their yeah. eyes, right? And, and you know, look nationally. I mean, nationally this happened, too, with the whole election and all the bots and all of yep. this. So I think in general, in, in the Twitter zeitgeist, in the social media zeitgeist, there's this sort of fear of having one pulled over on us. It, it, it is interesting, though, because th- to me this is a game that will go on forever between fans, the media, pro sports organizations – we, we, we used the word narrative earlier. Everyone's always trying to get a jump on the narrative to shape it the way they want. And now social media just gives people a more direct way of doing that. Dr. Travis Heath, great stuff as always. Thank you for your time. We'll do it uh, same time next week with Vic. Take care. All right, fellas. Good talking to you. There he goes, Dr. Travis Heath. Uh, really good stuff on, on Gray, and I really liked his Colangelo takes too. I didn't even get to Zinedine Zidane. I could talk to Travis Heath for an hour. He's great. I mean, just fascinating. But this this whole Colangelo thing, it was my going back to my hot take. I, I don't understand what people are so upset about. It's it, it's no different. It's absolutely no. And I'm not saying I'm not. I'm going to use real names just so people can understand. I'm not saying this is what happens. But it's no different than uh, Jeff Breidich telling something, quote unquote, off the record to Mark Tisla and it getting dropped in a column as a test balloon. What, what would the, what would this, how would the town react if we traded Tulo? And then the columnist writes, say the Rockies should trade Tulo and it's just outrage. Okay. Well, now, you know, what's the difference? I, I, oh, he, he's releasing medical records. You're telling us everything about every NFL injury. Like where's the line here? I, I just find the outrage kind of ridiculous. Up next on the Vic Lombardi Show. Oh, there's show. no trust. Really? There's a lot of trust between front offices and players anyway? I've just learned of a secret meeting that is happening at 1130 today, and I have permission to talk about it on air. I can't tell if my leg is being pulled or if this is legit. We'll talk about it next. James huh. Merlat, Will Peterson, Vic Lombardi Show, Altitude 950. Memorial Day is here, and so are incredible prices on today's hottest appliances. Hi, I'm Brad Barnett, president of Mountain High Appliance. We've been Colorado's favorite appliance store for the past 25 years. This week only, in celebration of Memorial Day, we have some amazing deals that you don't want to miss. Get a Whirlpool four-piece stainless kitchen package for only $21.99. Save over $750. How about a Mila stainless dishwasher for only $7.99? Our lowest price ever. Plus, all Samsung laundry is on sale. Be sure to check out our clearance center for spectacular deals on washers and dryers, ranges, dishwashers, and more, including unheard of pricing on brand new factory blemished French door and side-by-side refrigerators from KitchenAid and Whirlpool. Save over $1,500. Stop by our showroom today and experience the difference. Open Monday through Friday till 8, Saturday and Sunday till 5, or online at mountainhighappliance.com. Mountain High Appliance in Louisville, your favorite appliance store. Thank you. There is no better endorsement of a business than the customers that shop there. Hi, I'm Alan Roach, and I've recommended Johnson Auto Plaza since my first visit 20 years ago, and I'm certainly not alone. Here's just a sample of comments shared recently by Johnson Auto Plaza customers. Rebecca wrote, I bought two cars in five days. It's been a great experience. I will be back. Doug said, made a normally annoying experience, painless and smooth. No flash, no glitz, no pressure. From Dwayne and Shelley, I would like to say how outstanding your 
their service department is, this is the third car we've purchased and we look forward to working with the team on the fourth. And here's another. You guys are hands down the best dealership I've ever done business with. That's just a few of the many real people's experiences with the real people at Johnson Auto Plaza. There is a difference. You can ask me or anyone else that's been there. Enjoy special savings and incentives on over 600 new Jeeps and Rams during the Jeep Celebration event. North of E470 on Highway 85, johnsonautoplaza.com. There's a lot of chatter going on about vaccines these days. And the hard part is it's almost impossible to tell fact from fiction. So we're going to give it to you straight. When you immunize your child, they're good. They're protected and ready to live life the way every child should. Respect the facts. Protect your child. Immunize. Brought to you by the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, the Colorado Broadcasters Association, and this station. Hey, sports fans, Vic Lombardi here. You know, I like to bike. I like to play basketball, golf. Well, I got issues with my back. I visited a place in downtown Denver called Downtown's Healthcare. And I've never felt better. Joining us now is Dr. Gary Rademacher, who founded Downtown's Healthcare. It's different. It's unique. Why? It's unique because we have a team approach. So we have medical providers, we have chiropractors, we have rehab specialists, we have massage therapists underneath one roof where we provide physical and regenerative medicine. So the goal is to help people get off of medications and avoid unnecessary surgeries. Yeah, and that's the thing. I haven't had to lean on my Advil anymore. I just go in there. I make sure that I'm properly adjusted. I get a massage. I get whatever I need to make the problem go away. That's my favorite aspect. Does insurance cover this? Some of it, it doesn't, but we've never turned anyone away who actually wants and or needs the care. If someone's willing to work with us, we work with them. If you want to get fixed up, Downtown's Healthcare is the place to go. Downtown'sHealthcare.com. That's Downtown's with an S. Downtown'sHealthcare.com. Check it out. Here come the Rockies. Rockies baseball is back with a season full of great promotions, theme dates, and 25th anniversary events to choose from. So whether you want to see Nolan Arenado make that mind-blowing play, or Charlie Blackman get that clutch hit, or you want to take the family out at a reasonable price, or you want to get a group of friends together on the rooftop for a game, there's truly something for everyone at Coors Field. Check out what's going on at Rockies.com and get your tickets today to catch the thrill of Rockies baseball in person. Makes the catch. Ball game over. Altitude 950, Denver's all-sports station. Now, back to Vic Lombardi. Burakovsky goes cross-ice, Campy with room, the puck for Ellery scores! Lars Eller on a great look from Michael Kempney. The Tiger ties it up with 2.33 to go in the first 1-1 here at T-Mobile Arena. What a game last night in Vegas. The Capitals end up getting the series tied at one. Series will shift back to Washington. Game one of the NBA Finals tonight. James Merrillat, Will Peterson with you. For another 10 minutes here on the Vic Lombardi Show. All right, Manchester. I teased it before the break. Yeah. The big meeting at 1030? 11.30. 11.30. Is it lunch? Uh, all right. So I'll give you a little peek behind the curtain here. So we're, we're lining up guests for Scott and Julie this morning, whatever. And we're brainstorming ideas in our group thread. And, uh, Scott suggests Keith, you know, check in on the Stanley Cup finals, maybe yeah. some Avs talk, that kind of stuff. So I said, okay, I'll, Reach out to Keith, so I provide him some times of when he could come on. This is Kyle Keith from this Altitude is Kyle TV. Kyle Keith, Altitude TV, the the Chipotle okay. Center. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. His, you gotta you gotta ask him about that. He no, put that his was all your fault, the glass. by the way. Um, and Keith says I can do 10:45 because I'm meeting with Elway at 11:30. Now I've gotten to know Kyle well enough over the years producing radio for him and just being his buddy that he he likes messing with people. 
So yeah. I said, can we talk about your meeting on the air? And he said, yeah, no problem. Okay. So he's on at 1045 with Scott and Julie? And he's got a meeting with Elway at 1130, and he says this is fair game to talk about on the radio. Right. Now, I have a feeling he's going to come on at 1045 because I don't have a meeting with Elway at 1130. I think that's what's happening, too. But we'll find out. What could they possibly be meeting about? We're fixing to find out. All right. Well, this will be interesting. I mean, you would want to tune into that show in that interview anyway. Now you have all the more reason to check it out. Yeah, we haven't talked a lot about the Stanley Cup Finals. Quickly, before we bring in Marty, um, I wonder, Manchester, if Washington stole the series last night. I mean, uh, Washington may have stolen the series last night by getting game two in Vegas. If we've learned anything during the NHL playoffs, it's that home ice advantage means zero. I mean, Washington won the first two games in Tampa in the Eastern Conference Finals and had to had to win in Game 6 on their home ice and to force Game 7 and then went on the road in Game 7. So they won, what, three games in Tampa? And it still took seven games? It doesn't mean squad. What about Vegas' inexperience catching up with them? Could that have been what? Because they lost the game, uh, game by a goal, and it took a miraculous save, which, by the way, if you haven't seen it, tweet, uh, go on Twitter, search Golden Knights save, and you'll see... All the videos of it. It's unbelievable. Because of that great save, their inexperience is caught up with I no, they just they lost. Who's it, the more talented roster, James? It's Washington. It's not yes. even close. Well, no, I thought I thought Vegas was just handed a cup with this great team. Which is it? Which is it? Would they, did they have the best roster or would they have the worst no, roster I, or were they I handed a cup? Did I ever make the argument Vegas had the best roster in the NHL? Well, they were I handed a cup. Find that soundbite for me. They were handed a cup. Find that soundbite for we me. We can please. find you 20 times saying they were handed a cup because they were just given such a good team. Washington has a better roster. Well, other than Alex Ovechkin, name me five caps. Beagle. <laughs> right. No, exactly. Jay Beagle. Seriously. I like his last name. They got old Beagle. All right, game one tonight, NBA Finals. Where are you leading? I mean, obviously Vegas is leaning strongly one way, but if LeBron's going to get one, he needs to do it early because the way the Cavs win this series is they win it in six at home. Yeah, now now in the NBA playoffs and the NBA Finals, if the Cavs can steal a game in the first two in Golden State, you've got a series. You've got a series. If they don't, this thing's going four or five. It, they're, they're absolutely toast because they're not going to win four out of five games over that roster. And they need to try and win a game on the road when Iguodala's not playing. And people will laugh at them going, hey, Iguodala. He was the finals MVP the first time the Warriors beat the Cavs. And if you remember, it was similar to this series. Because once Kyrie went down in game one, that was LeBron and a bunch of dudes against Golden State. That's what it was. Well, what is this series? It's LeBron and a bunch of dudes against Golden State. And they don't have Iguodala to shut him down. Now, they've added Kevin Durant since then. So it helps them offensively. Um, but I think it, with, with Iguodala not playing, they have a puncher's chance of stealing a game. And if they can, it's going to be interesting. They're still going to lose the series, in my opinion. I don't think they're going to win game one or game two. I think they're going to get blown out tonight. So. Well, that's I, what I was going to say. You know, you're a guy of, of, uh, you know, many interests. If you decided after your big meetings today, you wanted to get on a bird and head over to the desert. I, I, Dude, I'm taking the 12 points. That's a crazy spread for a game one of an NBA Finals. I'll take Golden State. We'll bet coffee tomorrow. Uh, I'm sick of making bets with you. You're sick of losing bets with me is what you're sick of. <laughs> Marty, what did we mess up? Marty monitors the mistakes. Oh, sorry. That's not right. In today's Fact Checker. 
All right, a bit of a late day today, so pardon me if this is a reach, but Will had a, a bit of an issue at the beginning of the show today. Let's hear that. Manchester, once again, you've been ahead of the curve on that one for a while yeah. now. So Did you say ahead of the curb? The curve. I just said curb. Marty will have the sound later in yeah. the show. We'll, yeah. uh, we'll verify that in the final segment. Been ahead of the curb on that one. It was curb. You said curb. It was curb. Really? That's what Fact Checker has devolved into? You're spanning the globe at 9.15 just really throw you off this morning? <laughs> no, you guys are just spot on today. What you know, I, I do fill this thing out every night, and I wrote in bold and underline, please host today. So, yeah, maybe maybe you could read it. Gotcha. I yeah. didn't know that this was just written for Marty. Like, it's written for everyone. Please, who? Well, who's, who's the please host for? Marty, oh, please Lord. make a cut sheet oh, with weird sports hey. news stories and no, please host today. You got yeah, it, right. okay. I thought you were talking to James. I didn't know. <laughs> My bad. Yeah. Please be more specific. All right, Vic tried getting a little scientific today, and James <laughs> called him out immediately. Let's hear that. Because like it or not, the sun moves from east to west. Well, the sun actually the east. The sun actually doesn't I know, move. I but know, I <laughs> know. You jumped on it right away. You're like, oh, oh, got it. And got if you're going to get into space stuff, and yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be the police of that. Vic was talking about the East Coast bias being true, and I completely agree with him. I was on the East Coast summering in Maine last week, and uh, Rockies <laughs> wow, games. Wow, new most arrogant <laughs> thing said on this show. Thank the you. Rockies game started uh, at 10 p.m. No, you're exactly right, and we've we've talked about it because the Rockies have played a ton of games already um, between Arizona pre daylight savings, uh, San Diego, San Francisco, L.A. They played a ton of games on the West Coast. And an 8 o'clock game, starting 8 o'clock here, is tough for us to see the end of the game. East Coast, you'd have no you no idea. You wouldn't see the first pitch of a Rockies game. I don't know how you're a, a national sports fan on the East Coast, because that finals game is starting at 9 o'clock tonight. That's not getting over till well well past yeah. midnight. My no. best buddy moved to Atlanta, and he, literally that's what he hates the most. He can't watch yeah. anything. Mm-mm. He can't watch anything. Now, things on the East Coast do start later, right? Like You very rarely have to be to work in New York City before 9 o'clock. So, yeah, that's when people go rolling in and that kind of stuff. But still, that is, that's rough. All right. We had the return of Balderdash today. It's been a little while. You guys were talking about uh, how the media has agendas and James got a little fired up there. So thanks for bringing that back. Yeah. Did I cry Balderdash or did I just say Balderdash? You just said Balderdash. You said Balderdash. And then the one that scared me was you said Bull. And, you know, you said that a little, like probably 30 seconds later. And I was like, okay, let's stick to Balderdash. There's a reason why I have these words. Yeah, poppycock, balderdash. <laughs> how do you take the real world of, hey, I use profanity, and not have it translate to the radio? You have to have crutches. Balderdash, poppycock, Teflon, <laughs> Shreveport. All right, last one here, Will. You said you've been invited to crash a wedding, which is not possible. You can't yes. crash a wedding if you've been invited. Then you also said that you've learned of a secret meeting, which... No longer makes it secret when you say it on the radio. So, <laughs> just a couple of uh, nitpicks there. But, uh, Those aren't nitpicky at all. That is <laughs> totally true. You were invited to crash a wedding. It is like the oxymoron of all oxymorons. It's like just not possible. Well, and then I invited you and Vic on air, and you both told me you have better things to do but no plans. Yeah. So that's an oxymoron, too. Better things to do but no plans. Sitting at home doing nothing is better than crashing a party that I was invited to crash. It's 150-plus people. It's open bar. We're not going to get kicked out. We're allowed to be there, and it's downtown. So you were just invited to come have free drinks. Yeah. Does anyone want to go with me? Was my Was my plea. Why do we have to put it under the auspice of, oh, we're crashing the wedding? Well, maybe tomorrow I'll invite Jesse or Marty. We'll see. You invited them to play softball.
That sounds good. Will's like, hey, this guy's totally cool with it, guys. He can bring all my friends. Come on, with me. Uh, hey, th- also, does this guy's fiance know about this plan? Yeah, he ran it by her last night, apparently. There's nothing about this that's cool, then. Like, if he invited you... open bar is cool. No, if he invited you, but his fiance was, like, super uptight, like one of those bridezillas, yeah. it's got a chance for drama. Now we're talking. <laughs> There's always a chance for drama at open bar. All right, Jesse, fire us up, please. This is the Fired Up Finale. Here's what's got us fired up today. I don't want to hear you rip other media when you have to rip ourselves for the same exact reason. Did I not rip Jameer Nelson, the Nuggets, for playing Jameer Nelson? Did I? And here's the other thing. You know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about. Here's the other thing. I also am free to admit and will tell people, hey, I work for the same company that owns the Nuggets, the Avs, the Rapids, and the Mammoth. I do. Does Mike Kliss come out and say, hey, I'm in their back pocket? No. He acts like he's independent. That's my beast. (laughs) It's one of those things, like, I don't know how many times I have to say it. Like, I've said the same thing a hundred times. My issue isn't that we all have some sort of angle. I get it. You know, there's big media conglomerates. My issue is people that aren't. Transparent about it. I'm transparent. I work for KSE proudly. Hey Marty, can we get a Go fact team. checker count of Mike Kliss's making the fired up finale? How long until I get blocked again? <laughs> Probably pretty soon. By the way, and I know we're up against it, but my mom, we're all over there for Labor Day, our Memorial Day, right? And she has this, hey, I got this fun Bronco trivia thing. She starts reading these trivia questions. They're awful. They're awful. Like, hey, who fumbled in the 1977 AFC Championship game? And everybody's like, Rob Lytle. And the answer is, well, actually, no one fumbled because the ref didn't see it. And I'm like, who wrote these questions? Mike Kliss? <laughs> Guess where she got the questions? Mike Kliss? 9news.com wow. by Mike Kliss. They're oh, awful. Goodness. They're That's awful. Hysterical. Good way right. to end the show. Thanks to Dr. Travis Heath, Vic Lombardi, Jesse Trujillo, Mario, James Merrillat. I'm Will Peterson. Up next, you'll find out about the secret meeting between Kyle Keefe and John Elway. No longer a secret. Altitude 950. Altitude 950. Rewind. It was a game where, you know, Hernandez and Posey and John were battling. The two at bats. They fought. Wasn't on the top of his game for sure. Absolutely horrible. Bad mindset. I feel like my stuff was really good, like well enough to win. It's just I wasn't going at guys I should have. I think I picked around the corners and got behind too much. It's stuff that can't happen. I got to go at guys and, and get him out. He's a tough pitcher, and you know I, I enjoy those battles with him. But uh, you know he's beaten me quite a few times. So just try to hit the ball hard. Basketball has some like jump to it. His slider's pretty hard. You know I just missed that ball. I felt like I felt good against him, but like I said, he beat me. 